0: Now getting into the the main topic of the show today. Uh, so, uh, the Rain of Star crew. So Adam, Cabbage, and Owen. Uh, we all went to the London Grand Tournament 2022 this weekend as the Rain of Stars team, unofficial because it was a singles event with 76 players. Um, and I don't know, Owen. Do you want us to kick us off? How did Rain of Stars get started? Like, where, where was the? What happened?
1: Well, I think we were. Sitting out one evening, weren't we, like on top of a mountain in <laughs> Turkey, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And like just the sky lit up. There's just this shimmering stars were above us like a halo. And you turned to the Turkish guide, um, Izmir that we had <laughs> and yep. uh you said this is a sign and then Adam was like, We're gonna write a list. I think that's how it went, wasn't it? And Charlie, you were like, "Well, stars coming down. It's like light. Like, you know, it's it's like starfall." Got to do stormcast. So we left Turkey that night, didn't we? I think
2: we bags full of contrast camera. paint.
1: Bags full of contrast paint and just a, a head full of dreams.
2: Yeah, most um, people don't
0: know that that's where you actually make contrast paint in the Turkish mountains. What? Yeah. yeah you but... squeeze it
2: out of turkeys' necks. <laughs>
0: Different coloured Turkey's Nets, is how you, yeah, correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, carry on, Owen, please, feel free.
1: Um, no, it, we were sat in this room. I'm sat in right here, weren't we? Mm. Uh, Just before we went night. to the Netherlands. Before we went, and who lived in the Netherlands, Rob?
0: The Dutch. They live there. They speak Dutch. Not, the, yeah. not the
1: Danish? No. no
0: they're, not from, they're from Denmark, you idiot. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Adam, you came over, didn't you? I did. I and did. you
3: said, I've been thinking about a list. And I needed to get it out there before people stole it. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like so... a
1: man running to the toilet and needing to wee really hard. You just had to get it out. And we were the people that you wanted to get it out with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then so one of the things that came up was I then discussed that maybe <laughs> we should all play it together. Uh, and the reason is, is because uh, several years ago in the 40K community, the Brohammer team did something very similar. Uh, but they did it more with the intent of attempting to win an event um, uh, where like they, they all took basically the strongest list was available to them, which at the time was Iron Hands. And then one of them ended up winning the LVO with that as a system. And then uh, we, Adam, as he's off to do, uh, told us this stupid list. And then we all tried to add as much into the pot of this insane I'm sorry, stupid apologies no uh inspired list big yeah. brain big brain yeah like yeah <laughs> several ridges on our brain and then pile them all together uh and then craft and it, did, it, it it we it took a while to iterate right that's what it did and
3: your addition if i remember rightly mm-hmm. was something to do with the general
0: <laughs> i suggested that he was a wizard with, okay with master of magic and I don't think that that was a terrible suggestion. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there, right? Yeah. How did you think of that? I don't know how I thought of it. It was inspired. I thought. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Does yep. the Star Drake have a massive book, or does the Lord Celestian have a little normal book?
0: <laughs> I could never tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which one? Uh, Charlie, do you want to take us through the list that we ended up on? Uh,
2: yeah. So we iterated for a while uh, at the um, top of the Turkish mountain. Mm-hmm. And then in Amsterdam, uh, where the Dutch are, and live. <laughs> yeah, and um, we have a uh, the Star Drake with the um, Lost no, of Star Drake.
3: What trait did he have?
2: He had Master of magic.
3: No oh, right, no, no, an yeah. artifact. Uh,
2: well, he had to have the arcane tome, otherwise he couldn't have. Well, he could have had Master of magic, but just no magic to do it with.
3: Ah, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. He got a book, then he mastered the book. I
3: see. Um,
2: and then his command trait was, uh, I think it was celestial instincts, which was you retreat and or charge. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah.
0: Retreat, yeah. And retreat and charge. Retreat and charge. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shit! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't
2: know that, Adam? No,
0: that could have done
1: quite well. You could only, you can only shoot or charge though, can't you, Charlie? Yeah, yeah you we can't do retreat. both.
0: Yeah.
3: That we had that all weekend.
0: All weekend. Yep. Yeah. I used ah. it once. I used it zero I got, times. I got
3: locked in combat twice, and I was like, oh, I wish I could retreat
4: and charge."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I think we're going to find out that some of us didn't study as hard as others, particularly for the uh, for the. But we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, so okay, so Star Drake, so he's got retreat and charge. So that's our general five hundred yeah. and something points of raw 500
2: power. Five hundred on the nose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's got um, Thunder Shock as the spell. That's
2: right. In which which is a by... spell. It's an 18-inch aura from him, and um, you roll a die for every enemy unit within 18 inches of the caster. And on a three plus, they have minus one to wound until your next hero phase.
3: Honestly,
1: amazing. How many times did you cast it, Adam? Five.
0: Charlie,
2: twice.
1: Rob, zero. Me too, bro. You zero. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it just it just never came up. It was just, what? Uh, yeah, because like I I think when we you get, were
3: supposed to yeet it in and cast thunder yeah. shock.
0: I think when we talk about how we all played it, which will be the very interesting part of the show, will be that like because I would look at the board state for all of us at different points, and we all played it very differently, which is pretty interesting. So, mm. um, like, and I think that's actually like maybe if nothing else, really, really explains the the deep level of intricacy in which a Warhammer can be. And also why some people do well with this, some people don't. There's there's lots. I think this is actually yeah. a weird litmus test for Warhammer. This is actually fascinating, uh, in my I mean, opinion. It,
2: not to skip ahead, but it also explains how we all got different results as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Uh, so, Star Drake, what else do we have, Charlie?
2: Then we had a Prime. Perfect. And a and Slan oh, ally. An ally 265 points.
0: Of raw magic, uh, Ooh, which yeah. is great. Yeah, because he's got a waterfall Scroll spell. Uh, we should probably talk about what the units do in order as we go through. So okay, the yeah. Star Drake's got a shooting attack, which is four attacks at 30 inches, and it moves 12 inches, which is threes and, and it twos.
2: Called?
0: It's called Reign of Stars, the name of the list. The eponymous Reign of Stars. Yeah, the name of the list. And it's four attacks, threes, twos, ren two. No, ren three Rain damage three. two. three. Yeah. three damage two, which is pretty, pretty wild. Very um, good
3: for unleashed hell.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. we should maybe as we go through the elements of the list we should talk about how we felt about those parts. So uh the store the Star Drake, uh and he had what has he got? He's got a hammer with three attacks that are damage two, claws with four attacks that are damaged two, and then D six tail attacks that are damage two.
1: And yeah. what else, Rob?
0: A ch- Oh yeah. When he piles in he can eat three models that when yeah. you roll equal to or above their wounds.
2: It has to be above. above.
0: Above, above above My side good, ate
3: so much stuff did it so much stuff
0: amazing,
1: amazing. One me my game four really yeah i ate a blight king to out to deny the grand strategy because i needed to kill three blight kings to control the nurgle you know the nurgle piece of terrain yeah and you i mean adam you killed how many blood knights after you bit away the coherency 10 Ten
0: no.
1: <laughs> in
3: in my opponent's turn one,
0: you ate the you ate the kit line of so that wait there were a unit of blood knights that were strung out in a line. So it was a, so it was fifteen blood knights. Yeah, right.
3: They, they strung them out, right. Yeah, and I I ate two, one in front, one behind, broke the coherency down the middle. Yeah, and then I think there was te- so I killed five in that turn yeah. from like unleash hell and, um, like just combat in general, and then he had to literally kill half of them again, so I killed 10 Blood Knights in his turn one.
0: And just to explain why for everyone, if there's a breaking Coherency, then the person or the, like who's controlling it has to... You have to, to elect-
3: basically kill everything until you're back into Coherency. Yeah. And because I literally split it down the middle, he had to then kill 5 more Blood
2: Knights.
0: That's 15 wounds you just wiped out. Oh, that's an amazing play. Oh my god. Three, it's just
2: 30 wounds. What? Well, he, got, he killed 5, then took 5 off, so it's 30 wounds down. That's
0: I'm huge. they are only
3: three wounds each. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Did you do it on a three up, Adam?
3: Nope. I had to do it on a five up, apparently.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no, but maybe he had the thing on that gives him an extra wound. I hope
3: so. I probably did. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I yeah, sure hope so. I'm
0: sure um, he
1: did. Plus, he also, the Star Drake, does mortal wounds back on sixes to save. Didn't remember that either. Um, obviously, gives you access to monstrous action, eighteen wounds, three up save, six up ward from hammers. Because we played sub-faction hammers of Sigma,
0: didn't we? Yeah. I tell you what, I've played so few uh, combat monsters over the course of this edition since third that, like, I, I really do not remember monstrous actions as much as like I really should. Like, like in the thing, uh, I will also uh, when we get to talking about this. Okay, so Star Drake. So um, I thought I found him fairly middling. But I mainly used him as a gun platform to countercharge, to bodyguard my adjudicators, my slan, and my hurricaneum. So, what I would generally do in most of my games is turn one or two. I bring down the prime, kill something important, and then generally be trading. In fact, I I traded very little. I just kind of kept swiping at stuff and then when they got near then the star drake would push stuff off objectives basically that's what his job was so that was my play style and then because of that i found him a little bit underwhelming he only died i think in a single game um like but then in some games i was like i wish i'd committed him more and then in one game, he went in and he killed one graveguard. <laughs> like, out. Like, <laughs> with all of his activations, I was like, this guy's rubbish. Like, so, yeah, I wasn't, I, I personally wasn't a particularly big fan of him. And even the, because it was kind of interesting, because the judic- I wanted to give plus one to hit to the Judicators, because they've got quite a lot of shots between them, right? Eight with the main bows, and then the main guy's got like D6 shots. So I was like, I really wanted to give plus one to hit to them, but I also obviously wanted to give plus one to hit to the Stardrake. So I felt a little bit. A little bit torn in some ways on where on what the best application was, and I didn't really know what the math was in doing the right one. What did you guys? How did Always you guys? On Always, Always on the Always Star, Star, Trek. Star Trek. Always on the Star Trek. on the Star Okay,
2: so adjudicators, you are the... fishing for mortal wounds, right? Right. Um, I mean, I was playing with all shock bolt bows because um, that's what the models had, so it's just eleven shots looking for sixes, and yeah, everything yeah. else is bonus. Mm. And yeah. then the, the the dragon though, with the Ren three, you are trying to get as many of those four shots through. Because if you get past the wound rolls, it's pretty much going through.
1: He's a really good blocker, I found. When you've got quite heavy terrain and you've got those six-inch gaps with that big base, you can, like you were saying, Rob, you can sort of screen off and protect your castle um, after your initial screen's gone. But I really like the fact that with that massive base as well, we've, we we had the call for aid, holy command. So that big base then regenning the unit wholly within 12 of him would mean that you could put your recycled unit of liberators actually in some quite interesting places so i denied against the odds um because he took it he killed them and then the back end of the base was close enough to the objective that he chose against the odds that i was able to just outscore 10 hobcrops with five stormkeep libs so you can i, th- I thought he was quite good and he's fast enough to go out and then choose how the libs die and then yeah as i say put them somewhere interesting so it was great. Great Unleash Hell, man. I killed Gobsprack with yep. Unleash Hell on the charge and I softened up a Glockin, and then banged off the Glockin with the Stardrake in Game 4. So, like, <coughs> Finest Hour and plus one to hit. Everything's twos and twos. I think it's pretty good. My okay. Stardrake was just
3: yeeted every game. Really? really? Like, deploy him right at the front and then have a screen. Their turn. Give them turn one. Finest Hour him so that he doesn't die. And then... You Mystic Shield him in your turn, throw him forward, and then just pin some stuff while you comment.
1: There was a very set way that we designed the list to play in the hero phase, wasn't there? Because we, gave... we
2: go through the rest of the list quickly then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're, if we're digging in, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, we'll come back to that because we had yeah, so we had the Star Drake Thurston Prime and the Slan for mm. three heroes. Then we had five liberators, two Fulminators, and five adjudicators shockbolt bows. Then it was the Hurricanum. No, Lumin-
0: no sorry. it was the Luminarch. Luminarch. Yeah,
2: the Luminarch, Everblaze Comet, and Horrogaust.
0: Yeah, and list. important to note, we we're, were also a storm. We also a Stormkeep and Hammers of Sigma. So that meant the Liberators counted as uh, two, three each per objective, um, in rounds one and two, and then rounds three, four, five, they counted, but only on your home objective. Sorry, and then rounds three, four, five, they counted as fifteen on the opponents. Uh, So it's quite interesting. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I really enjoyed that element. Like, I could definitely see me putting some unmatched conquerors on my list. I talked on the stat show today, and I was like, I'm seeing more and more just bounty hunters, unmatched conquerors, uh, general play, because I think it provides some real problem bits for your opponent. I found it really useful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I like the Stormkeep, because it means you can be one drop Battle Reg and then have, like, pseudo-expert conquerors in all your locations. Yes. Yeah is really nice. Because you there's lots of other things that synergize with being on the objective wholly within. Like you get the D three mortal wounds when they get charged. You get um the uh what's it called? Lalo the Tyrants, the four up D three mortal wounds as well. So um
0: yeah. Forgot think, that as well. I forgot yeah, that yeah. I, I never used that once. I also forgot that every single time. It's important to know.
2: I, don't, I think oh. I don't I it's very rare that I finished a combat uh with the Liberators next to anything.
0: Yeah, Owen, could you just remind us of what it does? Because all three of us didn't do it.
1: So basically at the end of the combat phase, if you've got a unit within an inch of the Liberators, it's just on their war scroll, then on a four-up they take D3 Mortal Wounds. And then from Stormkeep, if you get charged at any point, and it's not like an Unleash Hell, it doesn't happen once, but every time a unit finishes within an inch... Might even be three inches, I'll have to check. But basically within range of the libs, if you get if you charge the liberators on a three up, you take D three mortal wounds. So mm. if someone multi-charges to get a load of bodies on the objective to outscore those fifteen, you can just keep doing D three mortal wounds on a three up to the unit that charges you.
2: Which... I found I've rarely had them isolated though. So either they got either they were isolated and got killed and then didn't do it, or they were next to the Star Drake and the Star Drake killed what was trying to get them. I So I really rarely like I finished a combat with liberators in. in I gave combat.
0: no shits about the liberators. I was like, I just yeet them. Literally everywhere. none. Yeah, I just threw For them
2: forward, let them die. Yeah. Oh, like... yeah Usually, like the objective is somewhere in the center, right? So they just push up to capture it, and the Drake goes in to fuck shit up. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, demonetised now. That's okay.
0: That's fine. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> yeah. And well, um... I, to give everyone a quick yeah. idea of how the list generally works as a theme, uh, the comet is a spell cast on a six, um, and it's set within thirty-three inches, wholly within. Uh, it affects 36 every... sorry 36 well wow, even further than i thought uh and uh it affects every unit within 10 inches and uh you roll a dice on a one enemy unit sorry on a one uh they take a mortal wound it's your units as well oh okay well it was never near my units but fine okay good so on a one I used it on my own liberators lol oh did you <laughs> nice i shot did my kill to up. then
3: call freedom
0: Oh, nice. That's clever. I, I shot. It didn't th- actually work, oh. but I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: swear it's not your own
3: units, man. It is. It's, I think it is. It just has units, doesn't it? Okay, cool. But so, but yeah, ropes,
0: yeah. yeah. So, on a one, so every, every unit in 10 inches. So, it's a massive radius. Massive. It's basically board wide. Yeah. It's on a one, a mortal wound. On a two to five, it's D3 mortal wounds. On a six, it's D6, mortal wounds. Uh, shout out, by the way, to uh, when um, I was against Sigvald and I rolled a six and then a six, and I felt like a felt like a golden god, uh, which was amazing. Th- love you, Tebow. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <coughs> the number of, of the
0: yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, it was really good. I loved it. Uh, yeah, so that there was that. So it's meant to do mortal wounds via that. The Celestine Prime has got picks a point within three inches. Everyone takes D three mortal wounds. The Hurricaneum draws a line in thirty inches. Luminarc, yeah, uh, Luminarc. Sorry, uh, a line. Everything underneath it take on a two plus takes D three mortal wounds. The Slan has got a spell called Comics call cast on 7. It's D3 units that take mortal wounds, just take D3 mortal wounds. I thought it was on a 4-up, by the way, until the final game, FYI. Yeah. Um, also on tr- a
1: 10, Rob, it's D6, right?
0: Yeah, but I thought once you chose a D3, it was then a 4-up and then D3 mortal wounds. No, God, it just no, happens. I was like, and even then I was like, this is great. Like,
1: even Absolutely. then, right? Uh, the Slan's got plus one to cast in his War Scroll and the Star Drake gives plus one to cast to all Wizards within 18.
2: So Yeah, so, so the flow of the turn then is you sort of start the turn, you get uh, four up, you two roll two dice and a four plus, you get a CP from your Slan. Which is right. good in this list
0: because you're trying to use a lot of CP.
2: Yeah, so you get a lot of CP then. Then you're using your Slan, he's got plus one in the War Scroll and plus one from the Star Drake to try to cast Everblade's Comet 36 inches. Mm. And you can backboard him because it's so far away, so he can't be unbound. Oh. Comet's Call has infinite range so you cast that next so he can't, that can't be unbound either then you can Mystic Shield to Stardrake Stardrake puts out the Horror Ghast right? at that point we just bombarded people with Comet's Call and the Everbase Comet then in the movement phase you can either drop your Prime down for more mortal wounds or keep him off shooting See, phase got Illuminati when I found out the Slan
3: had 6 attacks he became Combat Slan <laughs> Like, he went into... Cu- he- someone charged him. They were like, oh, your slant can go next. I've read his war score. I was like, oh, baby.
1: Yeah. Six
3: attacks. I'm all out like, attacking.
1: Like, every inch range. Oh, three-inch range. range. I was, oh my I was God. like, here we go. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Um, so, carry on. Sorry, Charlie, you were saying... so. The yeah, shooting... so
2: then you, you're blasted. you got the Judicators with 24-inch range. They do Mortal Wounds on sixes to hit. The Luminarch uh, moves 10, then shoots this line 30 inches. So... Being a line means you've got to line it up, but with 10-inch movement, you can sort of make make the angles you want around terrain. I usually found I could get sort of two to four units, depending on the line.
0: I think Mm -hmm. I mainly got two units. I rarely got, like, a lovely combo of four. Never really happened. I got got one unit.
1: On close to the chest with the L-shape, I just ran him up the side of the board, and then he could just laser across the whole army base. Um...
2: Yeah, I think against Tebow, I got Angor Raiders... Uh, Bliss, archers Twi- uh, Painbringers, uh, sorry, Twin Souls, the Blue Scribes, and Sigvald. Wow, one line. That's
3: against Gargants, I got one Gargan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the downside of the, the Luminarch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally don't like the Luminarch. I think that's the that's first thing terrible. I drop. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, get that, out of here, Luminarch. Is that and, a v- um...
1: Go Sorry, Rob. Go ahead.
0: It's just it's fragile. It doesn't really do much damage compared to other things. I think you could take for 200 points. Um, It means your list is even more defensive for no particular reason because you're babysitting something that's not good. Uh, So, like, that's my personal uh, suggestions for why I wouldn't take it. I charged mine once. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, it's terrible in combat.
1: Did Did anyone do any wounds with its arcane tools? One? No. Never got into combat.
2: I did did one one or two two with the horses.
1: Oh, really? I used them as bait all the time because you tend to do a bit of mortal wound damage, and because your opponent's taken so many mortals, they're like, "Ah, oh, shit! I need to get some of these mortals down." So I used to bait and then punk off whatever came in. Because the two fulminators have got the breath weapons as well, don't forget. But yes. They don't have the same range as everything else, do they? So they don't really
0: key into the. No,
2: that's the, the shooting that's the stuff. issue with the fulminators. I I found I could barely shoot them very well. Honestly, yes. their shooting did not matter.
0: No, no, not when they got combat like
3: that, baby. Well I charged him, I felt like a god. Yeah. I was like, What are you? Dead.
0: I can't believe that you used to be able to take four of those in Living City and move after you'd struck ah, in. That's so the good. dumbest like, thing.
3: Hey, I'd never what? used I... Fulminators before. Yeah. No. And then like the no. first time I literally like rolled it and I was like, Oh baby,
1: that's like four thousand damage. <laughs> you know that in our sub faction they're battle line, so you can take a unit of six.
0: I mean. I think you could can... Yeah.
1: Two units of six <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the loom Lumin- the luminarch and the uh fulminators are the same price right so i think we all agreed at the end of the weekend it was like
2: I yeah was like, and i think my luminarch did the mo- did the most work for me out of the out of the four of us i kind of had him at sort of angles shifting around zapping things along lines he did decent work but i think yeah obviously like when things got close it was useless in the fight, whereas the formulators just cleared units, and that's what I felt like. The list really, we had the list was built to scatter lots of damage across lots of units,
4: yeah.
2: And and then basically sort of weaken them so much turn one by taking out lots of little support characters and small units that they didn't have much to function with. But I'm if we came against honest. an army which had a big big model or a big set piece unit, we couldn't do enough concentrated damage a lot of the time. Mm.
4: Where's I don't up?
3: think I was sober enough to use the hum- uh, the Luminox like effectively. <laughs> like trying to draw joy- like draw that line, that was difficult. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like getting capefish hey, out, I, thought I was just gonna was
2: great. It all over.
0: Oh, oh yeah, man. shooting a K.O.B. When you shoot a KO boat, does it hit everything inside the boat?
2: I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, it does. Oh my yeah. god, disaster. Also,
1: you can shoot into wildwoods if you've got a range because you just put the point you only have to see the point um, that you shoot to you don't have to see like what's under the line yeah. so if you can angle it and get the point to then cut through a wild wood or cut through a piece of um, terrain. obscuring terrain yeah. I, I did that because the base is
3: like a oval isn't it? Mm-hmm. You put like one point of the oval so you can see and then you draw the line from the back of the oval
2: Yeah. the other thing is that um, the Luminat's got uh, 11 wounds right so obscuring terrain doesn't affect it so it's true line of sight uh, wild words might be different, it's true on of site because it's got 10 plus wounds.
0: Please whoever's oh, got yeah. their phone on, turn it off. Like, that's my first question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, Alright, um, so, go on, Owen, after you.
1: I was going to say, Greg in the chat saying three Raptors with Thunderbolt Volley instead. You said that, Charlie, initially. I see,
2: yeah, I mean, Raptors might be pretty good because I think the theme, well, it's a theme slash meme list, right? So, at a certain point whenever you're doing these kind of lists, you're gonna come up to a point where you've you've got a, a crossroads between what's the better choice and what's the theme choice.
3: Do you want
2: range delivery? For Dragons? That's another possibility. <laughs>
0: Yeah. See, the issue is, is like, yeah, the whole idea is, is like maintaining a theme, right? The idea was like a, a turn on Alpha Strike bomb. That's where one of the other things we haven't talked about much comes in, uh, which is obviously that Horrogastr, which is a, a spell. Yeah. Um. Which is why we obviously talked about taking the Arcane Tome because casting Horrogastr was basically um an auto win in some games, and and that's because like we were mainly teching into what the meta was meant to be. Nighthorn is a castle build army. It has a load of characters that generally go around like a block in the middle. Uh, Silverneth do the same. And both those at the moment are about 7% of the meta. Horrigast also deals with Beast of Chaos pretty effectively, as does AoE damage. So you're in a, like, a pretty good... like Nurgle was the only thing I was like, ah, if we get Nurgle, we lose. Nurgle's the one that's tough. So I think there was also some thought that went into it a little bit more than just a meme, right? Like it was yes. it, it was meant to be we hit the good matchups. Uh, anyone at all play against Night Taunt? I did. Oh, baby! How did that go?
2: Uh, so he had four heroes. He had two um, Spirit Torments, Guardian of Souls, and the Cruciator. And it was Quicksilver Dead, with two units of 20 Harrodons.
0: Yeah.
2: Hexaroids, Chain Chaingrasps, uh, Chain Rust, and six Spirit Hosts. Yeah. They, looking <clears throat> at the list, they deployed the... Uh, Guardian of Souls and one of the Spirit Torments on the opposite side of the Deployment Zone. And then they um, took off the board at the start 20 Haridans, the Cruciator, and the other Spirit Torment. Mm. So I wasn't able to hit both heroes with the Comet. Um, and my turn one was not good. I, I didn't cast the Everblaze Comet, and Comet's Call only hit one unit. So it was pretty of a weak turn one. Then he struck in, came at me instead sort of. I went to the objective and then got pincered on both sides. Yeah. But the Fulminators and the. Um, the dragon just tanked it for like three rounds of combat, killed all the Haridans, uh, well, got twenty Haridans, ten chain rasps, six spirit hosts, and then we killed all the killed all the heroes with the comet once they came down. And um, well, we Slan got eaten by a Purple Sun, but then the, the certain the uh, lords, the Star Drake got rid of it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of chewed through everything and then ended up tabling him. But it went okay.
0: Okay interesting. And then so then other things we were meant to play into that was worked well Sylvaneth. Adam did you play Sylvaneth? I did. Oh how did that go?
3: Uh really well. Yeah. Um I also cheated. Okay good. Um, what did you do? Uh so me me and Tom had a, uh, So, I played Tom Connell. Lovely fellow. Um which was fun. Um and I I had some insane dice. Yeah. Like so in our list when you have nuts dice it's uh pretty bonkers yes um but like he was playing the arch rev valerial six bows two tree revs and the uh three revenant seekers yeah this that you see and i know that list like the back of my hand because it's what math Mallow was running against me for a lot of games mm. um and um so i knew like to kill the arch revenant first did that turn one then turn two i killed all the tree revs and then all he had left was a larial, nine bows at that point, and three Revenant Seekers. Mm. Um, and then there was a turn where um, I, we got past like in, the end of my hero phase, and Tom was like, ah, oh, mate, I meant to unbind your Horogast. I was like, ah, that's absolutely fine. Crack on. Who cares, right?
4: Yeah.
3: You know, Like so he unbound Horogast. And then like a minute later, I went, ah, oh, I've still got one spell. Can I just cast it again? He went, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then I was like, and then like at the end, of, like I got to like that night, and went, Oh, shit. Like, because obviously you can't recast it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, and none of, none of us realized, but like, so I felt very bad about that because it may have killed three of Hunters. <laughs> um, <laughs> oops. oops. But like, you know, it, it was a genuine mistake. But yeah, like, it, so Korogas is really powerful. Mm. Um, so making that mistake is quite a big deal. Mm. Um, but like, so I cheated against him quite badly. Um, but I think I still would have won the game anyway Because I still did lots of mortal wounds to him I still um, I'd never dropped Alarial I just kept bracketing her mm. So she could never die and teleport behind me um, And then Yeah, just took the objectives Played quite a nice day at game uh, He shot nine bow hunters and Alarial At the slam turn one mm. And didn't do a single wound Which was hilarious <laughs>
0: Amazing. Um, Amazing, yeah, Cause cause yeah not I just yeah,
3: not single ones because I deployed the slant. I like, think right feels
2: to, that in his heart.
3: Right next to um, five liberators, who was obviously um, uh, what's it called? Lookout, sir. So he was minus one to hit, and then I did finest hour on him. So the slant's on a three plus save. Wow! Did like, you know he I, has
2: a command ability, which yeah. is minus one to, plus one save so against missile weapons.
3: Turn my turn one. I use that mystic shield. On him, and then in Tom's turn two, he shot again and didn't do a single wound.
0: Oh my god! So, the god. slam at
3: that point has taken 18 bow hunters and two aerial shots and just sitting there, like, yeah, and what? what he must to be me? livid. Uh, he, he he got a little bit tilted. That's um, fair. and then I also did a uh, thunder shock, yeah, because it affects shooting, and I hit all the bow hunters, so they all then minus one to the wound as well.
0: Oh no, because oh that's, no. that's when that's Benefit why you
2: eat- putting the thing in, yeah, exactly. It's why you yeet the Star
0: Drake. (laughs) I guess it is why you yeet the Star Drake. A lesson lesson I still need to learn. Okay, Uh, and then (coughs) I won't ruin it for when we go through our games, but Owen, you and me also played Sylvaneth.
1: Yeah, I played them twice. Oh, okay.
0: So there was one where we both played the same Sylvaneth. We won't go through that yet. Well, how was your other Sylvaneth game?
1: Very different. Um, It was, uh, yeah, so I played the Lengthways deployment um, against a lovely guy called Will, and this was... It didn't seem like a particularly focused list. It had six Lancers, three Seekers, Warsong, TLA, Purple Sun, two by five Tree Revs, ten Dryads, and some Gossamids. Um, and yeah, I just basically gave in first turn, survived the Purple Sun, and then I felt that the Ghasts are really good, because they're all Bravery 6, generally, so the, I think the Ghast was really good in that game. Um, killed the Warsong Rev turn one, and just Kind of tried to take him apart. The big swing, I think, was talking about the resilience of the Fulminators as you were in your game, Charlie, against the Nighthorn. Um, six, yeah, Lance, yeah, yeah. Six Lancers and three Seekers, so they all get to strike before I do. Killed one forminator, um, which was pretty pretty strong. Um, but yeah, I brought the prime down turn one. I think that's always a tricky decision in our games. Whether when to bring the Prime down, but he came down to take out the war song because of the Wounds, and then I just felt like I could just pick him apart with uh, all the Mortals, and that combo is really strong, as we've talked about. Comet, Comet's Call, Mystic Shield on the Star Drake, and then Horror Gas. It's just Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty gross when it all happens into the right matchups. So, um, yeah, against your standard Silver Net builds, I think it, it is a good matchup for us. I think we found that through the course of the weekend. Apart yeah. from... If it's a very different, apart <laughs> from
0: if it's a very different Silver Death build, which we'll talk about. Yeah. What? You, what? What? Uh, all right. Okay. Just to just to kind of round it off, uh, and then we'll talk through our games, and then maybe we can talk about the whole thing. Uh, I think maybe before we do any other any other part of this, I found mm. the entire experience before we talk about our games. I found the entire experience of doing this with you three, and then also being at the event, even though I was particularly unwell, maybe one of my favourite wargaming experiences because we all. Um, like it was insane, right? I could just be like, "Ah, oh, uh, how many attacks this got? Owen, how many attacks this got? Oh, Charlie, <laughs> what's this cast on?" Or when like we would each go up to each other's game, like I just lost my slant to purple, time I'm like, "Oh no!" Yeah, like because <laughs> like, we all we all intimately knew what the key element to our RB was. Um, yeah. Uh, Adam, how did you find it? Oh no, I've lost your Mate. audio, bud. I've lost your audio. AJ, sorry. Yeah, I was good. doing other stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh, it, or when someone tries to call for aid on the other side of the board. <laughs> and then we have two players looking at him going... Um, no, one, not mate. looking at
0: me. Immediately screaming at me. Oh! No! No, <laughs> I can't
2: <don't>
4: do that.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, good. So... Also, the most stressful game I've ever had is where... Because I only read the rules to the army on the trip up, if I'm 100% Honestly, honest same. with everyone. No, I, yeah. played, I
3: played like some games on TTS.
0: I did There's not, not even do that. Rooms, I played all five of my first games at the event. And Owen was <laughs> sat next to me at one point, clearly furious. I didn't know Stormcast <laughs> exploded until like the second game. <laughs> oh <laughs> Mate,
3: I didn't do that at
0: all this weekend. <laughs> I didn't do it at all. Like, yeah. not once. Anyway, uh, it was very funny. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what was your experience uh, with it, Cabbage? How did you find it?
2: I thought it was. I it was really great. Like, we finished the game to go over, ask, see how everyone else is doing. People come over, how they're doing. What's the team on? Oh, we're all on. We're all on two wins or whatever it is. Um, that was great. And then we had the, we had the hammer going rounds, right? That was fun. Giving yeah. this to people, walking around, giving it to Russ so he could deal with problematic people. Um, yeah, it was great. It was. It felt better than doing it alone, right? You're there with a the team, got this camaraderie good vibes flowing and we're all playing the same thing trying to get eat the most out of it it was it was a real, real laugh yeah what about you Owen
1: yeah I think like you said it's like when you go to a tournament with a group of friends you are always interested in you know when you get your break and like how did this go but because we intimately knew all the minutiae of the lists and like how it should play and I how, wouldn't say how, intimately <laughs> okay but... <laughs> I'd say no but not um, intimately. But like we well, for example, we knew going into round one that you know um, yourself, Adam, and you, Rob, you had the more difficult matchups. Yes. And then Charlie and and I, on paper, had the potentially the easier matchup. So it was like you know how did you turn one go? You know did you take the first turn? How did they deploy? Blah blah blah. So it was that kind of thing where you are there with all your friends and you are interested, but then you've got all this amazing knowledge about the ins and outs of the list and. Yeah, I would say it was in my top three. I've been to a lot of tournaments. Definitely top top three tournaments ever, I think. Because we were just all on a level as well. And it was like we were there. It genuinely took all the pressure off. And there was actually no, like, who's going to finish top or out of the group or anything. I think some people thought that we were doing it as a competitive thing within the group. But it was more just... Just good vibes, wasn't it? Really, it
0: was, no, it was only far, competitive. Yeah, only competitive. It honestly, like, I, I would, I would do it again. And we already talked about this, like, in post. I would do it again in a heartbeat. And I would, I would, like, this is for me. You guys know, sort will of speak for yourselves. I would actively encourage other people to do it as well, um, because it was just so much fun. Especially if one of you were, were you know, someone who's a bit new. You know, mm. there's a kind of little bit of pressure off. If I mean, obviously, this means you've got to buy the same army twice, which I know is ludicrous, et cetera, et cetera Uh cetera. Hashtag 3D printing. Um, But, you know, like, I, I personally, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that's kind of my takeaway.
1: Oh, Rob, I will say publicly, anyone that plays in the UK that's going to a tournament, if they want to borrow an OBR army, a Sylvaneth army, any of the armies I've got to do this with their buddies, just hit me up on Twitter. I'll lend you my army to to do it because it's a lot of fun, right? And like you borrow... I, I mean, how many different armies were your, was yours created from, Adam?
3: Uh, mine was created from four? four?
0: Four different people. Four different armies. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think so. I own zero of the models. I borrowed from five different people.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, great. Um, yep. uh, the worst bit about it, so my army was all my stuff. Um from my Age of Sigma One stuff. But the worst bit was, and actually I'm still talking to authorities about this, is I turned up to the event uh and someone stole the base for my Star Drake. Just stole it. What? Yes. Wow, really? Stole that, it. That big
1: yeah. lovely round base. <laughs> <that you laughs> no, it's
0: actually actually the Stormcast cast cool. base is actually uh is an overwhelming, I mean. sorry. Don't really? you but yeah, yeah. So I got st- was
3: round, I was gonna say I thought yours was held. I thought it <laughs> was rounded
0: No, it's it's definitely yeah. oval. So my enemies, uh, right? Yeah, stole the base, the base so of wh- my model. What did you have to do? Well, then in in a very quick emergency, Russ, the TO, I spoke to him. I said, look, someone stolen the base from my Star Trek. <laughs> Um, right. and I definitely haven't brought the wrong base. And he was just like, Well, wow. Um and then we we cut it out uh, of a piece of cardboard. And then we did, to be fair, make it look really positive. Like we wrote yep. on it, um we wrote scenic base on it, um, little bit of some squares that said rock and tufts. Um uh so You had tuft money. Well, well we had tuft drawing money. Uh... I mean, that's
3: basically uh, an NFT. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right again we weren't just pushing yeah. conceptual list boundaries we were yeah pushing... non-transferable, tuft. <laughs> <laughs> non-transferable tufts yeah
2: non transferable tufts yeah <laughs>
0: um <laughs> uh yeah anyway so just i just wanted that out there because obviously there were some photos and i just didn't want i wanted the thieves court so if anyone sees uh, around scenic base around scenic base uh, Wait, Trek... sorry, I meant
3: oval, sorry, oval.
0: No, no, wow. yeah, oval, sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. they see an oval CD face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not round one. With a Stardrake's foot on it.
0: Yeah, please, if you could just find it. Yeah, the T.O. The by enemies, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about a game, shall we? Uh, so we'll all go through just each round together. Uh, round one, uh, Owen, who'd you get?
1: I played against a lovely guy called Simon Stevens, and I did this twice in the weekend. I underestimated what is listed, and... Um... It bit me on the bum okay so very quickly we played uh a presence of idols
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he had dirthu an ancient a warsong revenant three true list. if anyone watched the list show earlier it i played against the list of the week the, uh, so yeah
2: mm. um, you were repaired yeah. weren't you
1: i was repaired because originally i was going to be into beasts of chaos and i was repaired then into the on the friday night into this list so because I play the army and, you know, I thought loads of mortal wounds, this is going to be fine. But, yeah, six. he had a six-up ward and then he had an ethereal Durthu. Um, very quickly gave him turn one. He came forward, failed a six-inch rerollable charge. Mm-hmm. I think that happened later in round five as well, didn't it, uh, to one of us? That he uh, failed a six-inch rerollable charge with his mega Yeah, And his Durthu was ethereal and had the d extra attack, so really scary. Um... So he just shot, like, I lost two Judicators on the first turn, but he put a Tree Lord on each objective and Durthu in the middle. Um, I then killed the Warsong turn one, did mortal wounds to everything. His six-up ward did some good stuff. And then I then charged Durthu because he had three wounds left with my Star Drake. And How did that go? I, he killed my Star Drake on turn one. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately regretted my life choices. <laughs> And cause um, normally a dearth who degrades, right? Yeah, but Oakenbrow, because he was on three wounds remaining, he still was second top bracket. So No, that's right. He had three wounds when I charged him and I left him on one wound. And then he had D six damage on his weapon and he rolled uh, seventeen damage on three D six, so he rolled two and five. And then I didn't roll a single six on the eighteen dice when he exploded, so I didn't kill him back and then he won priority and then he killed some more of my army and then i started getting tilted i rolled four ones for priority started moaning about dice and That's lost the s- it was 100% salt not going <laughs> to lie it was i was we started off great and he named he he re- he was so narrative he'd even even he a lovely guy i loved it he he'd re- he named he'd renamed all the spells and all the artifacts to his own lore it was a beautiful army but I didn't care. After round three, I was like, come on then, hit me with this dickhead. And yeah, it was a really good list, though. He was automatically casting tree songs, so all the... He had were rec- you
2: sort of in, like, traditional uh, event headspace at that point? Because of the first game.
1: Well, it's not traditional for me to lose round one, if that's what you mean. No,
2: I mean, like, when you have like, a tough <laughs> game, you, like, you switch to the salt sometimes, right? Yes. But, like, yeah. the rest of the... And, and after, at lunchtime, I could tell you were in, like, a bit of a sort of salt mood. But then the rest of the tournament, you were, like, all juice, pretty much.
0: Yeah,
1: you were yeah. vibing. Yeah. I loved it. Well, to be fair, actually, much like other times when I've had a bad game, I, Adam and I went for a nice walk, didn't we? Oh, you we had a bit that? of a hangover. Oh. I was a bit tired. Oh, sorry, buddy. I think you're muted. No, I can hear. You, Owen? Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I walked, I walked off the salt, and I returned fully juiced. Um, With the I lost and I You did I the lost. OJ
0: 180.
1: I did the OJ 180, baby. Turned that frown upside down. Exactly. Um, and I got six points out of the round and then I went and apologised for being a bit salty and I went on to round two.
0: Okay, great. Uh, Adam, tell me about your first round. Awful. Oh, <laughs> okay. What happened?
3: Um, so I played... Hang on. Nicolas. Yes. Uh, part of the French... I think, team, mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I went into it. I was not looking forward to it because I don't like the French culture of gaming. Um, and then uh, I saw the list and it was Bellacor, blocking 10 Blight Kings and 4 Flies. Um, and I was basically like, if I get a good turn one, I can deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get a good turn one. I failed to cast Comet's Cool. I failed to cast the Comet. I failed to do any damage and then he did his turn and moved in the middle of the board, and then I couldn't kill it. Oh. And then turn two, the slam miscast, Mm
0: -hmm. so he didn't
3: cast anything. And then turn three, I lost priority and couldn't be asked anymore because I was tired. (laughs) So I shook his hand.
0: (laughs) Okay, that seems fair. That seems fair. Was his Nurgle?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. awful.
0: Yeah. Not good. Yeah, not good. No, not good. No, it was bad. We should touch on that. I'd like to say that, like, um, Adam's point about cultural gaming, I think, is is really worth the show. I'm actually, later on this week, I've, I was writing the script a little bit today, um, but with a four and a half hour show at the show this evening. Uh, not finished yet. But I think there's definitely a real good conversation to talk about. Um, and actually, um, uh, I had that with most of my opponents. I don't know if you guys did this as well, because one of the key elements of our list is that we cast comet so this the Everblaze comet from the stormcast eternals it only does the damage on the turn that it lands so it's so important that in your opponent's hero phase you unbind it but that happens in at the start of the hero phase however your opponent has loads of stuff that happens at the start of the hero phase and it's incumbent on them um to be like you know, they like start the hero phase. I do this, I do that, I do that. Okay, now I'm going to start casting spells. Unless you quickly catch that, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I would always like be like, oh, it's your turn. You get some CP. By the way, at the end of the beginning of your hero phase, or at the start of the middle of your hero phase, <laughs> 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 I would like to unbind the spell. Yeah, like, and and it's kind of um, it's quite fair to say, I think, that at least the beginning of the hero phase stuff. And uh, or maybe in addition, the um, uh, like there's definitely I think a, a need to maintain the ball state between players, and I think we haven't yet quite developed that as a culture. And I think that's really <laughs> healthy to talk about. Did you guys also find that a bit of a problem, or were you a little bit lax on it,
2: Charlie? I didn't find think? it a problem, but I um but I, t- I was quite hot on that because I knew I needed to get that that comment off each time. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of talking my opponent through their start of hero face stuff quite quickly. So okay, it's your, it's your turn what's your tactic, what's your heroic action, you know, anything else you need to, need to do. And I wouldn't, like, press them to do it in any particular order. They can do it the order they want to do it. But I sort of, like, if they started doing spells, I'm like, ah, oh, we're still, we still doing start of hero phase. I'm doing my stuff now. So I was also pretty hot on making sure, like, they did all of their stuff, so that if I could do my un- um, heroic action and dispel before uh, they did the hero phase, or I could... <clears throat> uh, in a way, in, in sequence, so they didn't have to take back what they were going to do. Right? Mm. Like, I okay, this is all the stuff different. you can do. Now I'm going to do my stuff. and you don't have to go back for anything.
0: Yeah. What about you, Adam?
3: Uh, yeah, I was not that hot. Um, and if I forgot about it, and then, or I didn't even forget, if they went too far, I'd just roll the dice and take the comet off. And if they told <laughs> me I couldn't, then I'd tell them to piss off
0: it's another style i'm not gonna lie that's another
3: style like because if you don't let me take that back you can get out like we're not gonna be friends yeah so you know and i don't want to play you anymore if you're gonna be like that i have no time for
0: people well i i I personally think like culturally we should be like we should be very up on trying to communicate as much as possible i think the, the the key to a beautiful game is just like very very vocal communication but that's huge amounts of effort i wasn't very well this weekend and you have to put a lot of energy into making sure that you can achieve that like a lot of the time um like and then you
2: know
3: i just you... don't think it's hard to give your opponent a tape back
2: it's not it's not no i think no. if if our strategy didn't heavily resolve around the comet i wouldn't have been so hot on it but i was like i need this comet i need this little testicle to come back to my hand
0: I I quite enjoyed it actually because I felt it was a nice little bit of fun interaction because me and my opponents got to be like it is stupid that there's an end of the start of the hero phase like that you need to be a part of like so they quite enjoyed that so maybe that's a tip people can use uh, Owen what did you think about like did, were you are hot on letting people know
1: yeah I, try, I i much like Charlie said it's an interesting one you don't want to say like I'm going to do this at at the end of your hero phase because you don't want them to then be like oh yeah I'm going to rally. You know, or you don't want to like do your rally and then, then be able to step back and then do their rally. So I would I would be really waiting and be like, right, if you cast your spells, okay, bang. I was gonna my point was gonna be question for you all. Uh, do you unbind it with the slam do, do you dispel it with the slam at plus one or do you dispel it with the star drake, star drake. Got the reroll?
0: Stardrake
1: star drake. roll. Stardrake. Oh, we've got a diversion. Definitely Star
3: Drake with the re roll, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's like I need that plus one baby. Because I do not roll well.
0: <laughs> yeah, but re-roll but, gives you more of a chance, right? Because you've got to unbind it on a 7.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think in... I'm not sure what uh, with 2d6, but I think in D&D they say that having a re-roll is the same as having a plus 5 to your dice. Wow. Or d20. So... I just like using the slam.
0: Yeah, to be fair.
2: That's also <laughs> awesome true. Yeah.
0: Especially as our slams look great. But
2: absolutely. then if you use the Star Drake, right, you've got the plus 1 unbind for the other three on the slam right you've got three plus one unbinds ready for their hero phase
0: the fact that the slam was all like like i didn't care like at any point they were like i've cast a spell i was like this guy is going to unbind it like i never like <laughs> yeah. like it was it's so stupid like, game, one, I a like, game
3: one i forgot he had a board wide unbind yeah and i went and my opponent cast a spell and i was like oh i'm out of range and then he
1: went slam but
4: oh yeah
1: <laughs> lol <laughs> Another it's... quick quick question, because yeah. I don't actually know this and it didn't come up, but if you reroll the Dispel with the uh, Master of Magic, can you then also re-roll an Unbind with the Master of Magic in the same hero phase?
2: You've only got one Unbind with that guy.
1: Yeah. Ah, Academic. Of course, yeah, so once you've used that, then you can't. But if you did, did have two casts...
0: Then, no. It's one. I think it's one Dispel or Unbind. Oh. Like, but anyway, we, like we could look at that. We, it's not tapes. important for now. It's not important for now. Uh, okay, so who's who were we on? Uh, Adam, you've done yours. Owen, you've done yours. Cabbage, your first round. Uh,
2: yes, like I mentioned, I played Benjamin Anderson, uh, who I met at Birmingham initially back in May, the event I ran. Um, I met him. He's playing. He's playing Night the Quicksilver Dead, and like I said, he split his heroes up and did quite a nice play. And I was sort of, because he split his heroes up and took them off the board, and he, I knew he had to drop in turn one. I wanted to give him first turn, but I deployed terribly and left my slant exposed, which meant I had to take turn one to then protect my slant. Um, so I had to push into the middle, kind of whiff my turn, and then I had to just sort of wait and, and um, soak up the the incoming ghosts. And then the fulminator and the Star Drake were just immense. They just tanked everything. Horogast was out at least and shocked off some ghosts. Um, he charged, obviously he dropped in and charged out of his Cruciator range. So I was getting all my damage through, eating eating ghosts and it worked really well. I lost the libs and judicators and the, the, the slime went in the sun. At the end I finished with the Prime, the Stardrake and the Forminator and we just tabled everything. But Pretty Benjamin great. was really nice.
0: Quick question, Charlie, and no, no foreshadowing here. Um, were you worried about things going in the sun over the weekend?
2: Uh, no, I wasn't really worried about it.
0: Good. All right, good. I'll just leave that there for the moment. Uh, <laughs> my, my first game was against John, uh, and he was running Nurgle. And I already knew I was in for a good game, because he turned up and he was like, this is my general. And it was a Nurgling atop a wolf. Yeah, and I was like, let's go. <laughs> All right. Alright, yeah. Like he he's like this is my and he had like his whole army was a bit kit bashed. It was that army where I like was like this is just a lose for me because it's three objectives it was three objectives across the kind of triangular centre. Um across the triangular centre and then there was four um uh Pusco blight lords and there were two units of five blight kings and then there was also was there a Magoth Lord? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. There's a Lord of Affliction, though, definitely. And I was just like, cool. He just puts that all in the middle. And even with all the AOE damage, it's just its just the end of the game as we know it. Um, and then, uh, But I was like, do you know what? But he had Gut Rot Spume. And I was like, maybe he'll try and do a cheeky little like deep strike. So I just deployed on my boys on the line, but with the Slan's buttocks gently mm-hmm. poking its way towards the corner. Like, hello. Inviting... Uh, a nurgling invasion, uh, and John uh, decided he was going to take it. Put his two units of five blight kings and gut rot in the far bottom left-hand corner where they were just able, perfectly to somehow fit. Uh, and then, um, and it was a bit risky because then he had three nine-inch charges because he obviously had two and then a reroll on one. But thankfully, he didn't make it. At which point, I just cast a bunch of all my spells into uh, the 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 like the four Pusco blight lords. The Lord of Afflictions, that like the the whole business, all of that stuff in the middle, and then just kind of like ran all my stuff towards the middle, um, and tried to like bu- really really try to keep the the formulator safe was mainly what I was doing because I really needed those to go into the flies because four flies is obviously outrageous, um, yeah. and uh, and I, and then I think I won the priority into two and I just kept whittling stuff down so I eventually killed the Lord of Afflictions. I brought the prime down. He went and killed something. Um, I think he charged into. I think he killed charging something then got slapped back and died, actually, if I'm honest. Um, something along those lines. And then eventually I was able to very out trition him in the middle. But that was only because 500-something points was just in the far left-hand corner. Had he decided just to deploy on the line, I think it was game over pretty much straight away, if I'm honest. So I was, I was pretty lucky he decided to make that decision. Uh, but yeah, lovely fella. We had a great game. Uh, I, he said he's not been playing much. He used to play, like, a lot. Um, and then he's just kind of getting back into it, and he just seemed like, just seemed like a super nice bloke, like we just had a really nice game, we just played some Warhammies. it was good good fun if I'm honest, like he was super up on what everything did. he was just yeah fun game, had a great time, and actually, I was kind of like, ooh. That's a bonus because that was like I went into that on a complete yeah. lose, yeah. <laughs> like, like so I was I was in a really fun place because I was like, this is a loss. I conceded seven times during the game, as is my tradition. Uh, <laughs> uh, but <it> I... <laughs> turned... <laughs> yeah,
2: that is your tradition.
0: Yeah,
3: how <laughs> like you win now, isn't it? You're like. I've lost this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to concede. <laughs> and then next time you're like, oh, maybe I won't concede. And then you go, oh, no, I'm going to concede.
0: Yeah, it was, it was yeah. It, honestly really fun. So that was my first round. Okay, round two. Owen, uh, who'd you play?
1: So full of Gregs. Uh, after a lovely trip, I played a guy called Andy and I got essentially probably, probably the perfect matchup for our uh, army. So we played Nidus Pats and I played against uh, yeah, Andy with his cruel boys. Um, he said he was a 40k player, and he sort of was playing um, playing some AOS as a little holiday away from that meta. Um, so, but yeah, the way that the our list, he he understood to try and split his army up a bit. But I think that the range is massive, right? The 22 inch bubble or whatever off the comet. But basically, I got everything off. So took turn one. I decided to crush a flank, just try and crush one side, and I really wanted to get rid of the little shaman. So he had gobsprack, a killer boss on a vulture, which is actually quite good tech against Horogast, because every unit within three, if they fail a battle shock test, only one model runs away. So I was worried that he'd castle his whole army around that boss, but he split up a little bit, so I went after the side which didn't have that boss near it. Um, and yeah, with the mortal wounds and the laser and... Um, I didn't bring the prime down, actually. Um, no, I did. Sorry, yeah. I brought it all down and I did the bomb and I killed probably about 40-50% of his army on the first turn just with I killed six bolt boys, a shaman, a unit of hobgrots, half a unit of gut rippers, took wounds off all the characters. and just did it from such distance that I just wanted to kill all the bolt boys basically um, and uh, from that point on I kind of left him with his monsters Um I kept everything really far back. I just put the the Luminarch a little bit forward and five libs to cap an objective. Um, and he had one flank with just 10 Hobgrot, so I was able to clear that and then box him in. And um, yeah, it was it was the perfect matchup and it, and it went really well. What really was bad was I roadblocked my castle with the Stardrake. And he was like, Right well, I've got my cruel boys War, I'm gonna be able to charge in and double activate with the with Gobsprack and also with my Sludge Raker beast into the into the Star Drake. But he got his charges wrong and he charged Gobsprack first, so I shot him off with Unleash Hell. And then the Star Drake tanked the Sludge Raker beast and then one shotted the Sludge Raker in combat. See? What? Star Drake. Yes!
2: I love Star Sludge. Drake,
1: baby. <laughs> Reign of Stars. stars. Um, this is combat attack, right? isn't it? Yeah, I think we got to turn three, and he had five Gut Rippers left um, at the start of my turn three. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was twenty. Uh, this 20 was eight.
0: Carson, right? No, not Carson. No,
1: uh, this was this was a guy called um, Andy.
0: Oh, Andy. Okay. But he was
1: great. At the end of the game, he said, "Gah!" He said, "I play Thousand Suns, and everyone's complaining to me about all my mortal wound output, and now I know exactly how it feels." So. thanks <laughs> <to
4: you. laughs>
1: So he took it really well, and we had a really nice time. Um, but yeah, it was a I, I, yeah, I won in basically it was three turns, but just the perfect matchup basically. And then I came and sat next to you, Rob.
0: Yes, you did, staring at me, uh, <laughs> giving me the evil <laughs> eye. Well, you're not doing that right. Uh, okay, Adam, how was your second game?
3: Um, so my second game was uh, really successful, actually.
4: Hmm.
3: Um, so I did so well in game one um, that I got the joys of playing the T.O. Um, okay. So while I was at um, at Greg's with Owen, um, I won twenty 0 Yes. Um, while we were eating, which is quite nice. Nice. Um, and then I turned up to back to the venue, and Russ said to me, he was like, oh, "Look, mate, I'm a really avid football fan of the Arsenal." Um, oh, the, Arsenal of the, the Arsenal of the Arsenal's, <laughs> yes. Right, and he was like, oh, "I really want to watch the football." i um, Arsenal. Yeah, and the up the Gunners is what he said to me. Yeah. Those exact words, by the way. Um, and he was like, I really want to watch the football. So I said, it's all right, mate. Give me the twenty o. You can watch the football. And I'll just, I'll, you know, do whatever. You don't have to play. It's fine. Um, so we didn't actually play a game. Um, I just won 20 because I'm that good. Uh, well he, he was intimidated by the list. He wanted to watch the football. It was all on him. It was nothing to do with the fact that I was really tired, hung over, well, <laughs> drunk again. Um, and then wanted to go and go to a petting zoo. It also wasn't because that was in
2: the pack that that's what happens,
3: no, not at all, um, so I then went to a petting zoo um so got an uber um to some street that had a petting zoo on it
0: mm-hmm.
3: to only find out that it was closed
0: uh, would you say like, it sounded like it wasn't even really real. would you say it was menagerie
3: i i I would laugh if it was your joke um. But I know how you just like to rehash things.
0: I do. So... It's true. It's true. Um, it's because of a great workshop employee. That's
2: why. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um,
3: that was honestly the most disappointing part about my um, my weekend. Um, the fact that the petting disease was closed. Um, so I came back um, and I had two hours left to kill-ish. Um, so I went to the bar and did two hours worth of drinking. Wow.
0: Because um, you would have thought you'd done enough.
3: No, not at all. Um, And realising how expensive um, London beer is um, by the end of that two hours was uh, not a realisation I needed to look at.
4: (laughs) It's Um, a
3: nice beer, though. mm, I I just drank Magnus, so it wasn't. Um, But, yeah, honestly, I had a lovely time, um, except for the Pengzi. So, yeah.
0: I've only just noted that Grubby Ungor donated £15 to the show earlier. Thanks to Grubby Ungor. Oh, thanks. That's Simon. Yeah, that's I know. Mr. Yeah, that, That's Simon. Him and Johnny Thunder. Such a pair of <laughs> reprobates. Thanks, Grubby Ungor. Wow, I completely missed that. Thanks, buddy. Okay, uh, Cabbage, tell us about your second game because, ladies and gentlemen, strap in. If Cabbage stops doing whatever the fuck he's doing near his microphone, yeah, this is going to be great.
2: <laughs> Pouring myself some water to get ready. <laughs> I had the, the distinct pleasure of playing against Thibaut de Benaz uh, rounds two.
0: I'd like you to know that, this is for everyone, uh, I'd like you to know that having played Charlie, who was playing next to me, Tebow then came over to my table and continued to in foreshadowing say that my list was stupid that we're stupid that everyone around us is stupid the fact that it exists is stupid and that we're a disgrace to humankind this is Tebow and he's one of my favorite people he was great he was wonderful yeah like yeah. he was un- he was French also he was like fuck you you're fucking stupid yeah it's amazing anyway sorry cabbage yeah.
2: So he was playing uh MSU Sunesh, which seemed like a great matchup for me. Yeah. So many little units all packedly tight together, um deployed together. And he uh, Yeah, she so deployed very, very carefully, measuring very distinctly where the sun so the sun couldn't go behind his lines. And he took yeah. my he sort of took my son and just spent about ten minutes measuring everything else. So there's no place I could place it. But you have to place it down more than one inch from other units other models mm. so I just sort of went off and got a drink and things like that came back finished up and then I was like yep I'm going for it and this was um what was it called the the paths What right? Nidus, Nidus pass? Yeah. yeah that was it Nidus paths uh so cast the comet cast Comet's call put the horror down shot the sli- shot the star drake shot the uh, adjudicators, brought the prime in shot him too Lumenar shifted over, got a line through about six different units, and in the turn that turn one, I killed ten Ungor raiders, two units of Untamed beasts, ten Bliss Barb archers, ten Twin Souls, and the Blue Scribes. Um, so I did all that, and then I was in like a pretty good position because he he basically had three, I don't know, like maybe five, eight Twin Souls in two different units. And then 20 more bliss barb archers and Sigveld, and that was basically it. Oh, the epitome. I basically killed more than half his army in that top of turn one. And I basically controlled the whole center of the board. Capped all the objectives as well. And I felt pretty good. Uh, then it was his turn. He,
0: yeah, he must have been like, ooh, wee, wee, wee. He was
2: like, <laughs> ooh, okay. Oh, no. At this point, though, I made a terrible mistake. Oh, yes. Didn't read the mission properly. Yep. And in the Nidus paths, if you you can teleport from corner to corner. You can. Yeah. So I read it as if you begin your turn within six inches of the corner, you can teleport. Oh no, baby. And oh. he was not within six inches. And I said, okay, well you're not within six inches, so I don't need to block here. And he was like, Yep, I'm not within six inches. Turns out you have to if you finish your move within six, you can teleport. Yes. Yeah. So his turn one, he teleported things from the he teleported some seekers around the back and then um, and then charged into the slun and did and the adjudicators did okay. I
4: don't and then he that. sort
2: of finest houred <clears throat> he finest houred Sigvald to get ready for a big charge into the Star Trek. And then he cast Purple Sun. Oh boy. Yeah, he rolled a twelve cast with the epitome. It was minus one because of the Stardrake. But I only rolled a, I only rolled a uh, uh, 10 to unbind it, so it went out. But that's okay. You know, you can't hit much. Places it out. Okay, and it was just next to the Stardrake and the Celestial Prime. Oh, yeah? He's and like, this okay. was the
0: old Purple Sun rules.
2: Of course, yeah. So Celestial Prime rolls the dice. And it's a one. Prime's gone. In the sun. Prime in the sun. I was like, okay. Well, you got one, Star Drake. Oh, that's gone too.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: I was. And, I just, so- and he just shouted. Aah!
0: I watched it live, Valley. and it was. He, I watched it live, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like it was like one one. Charlie was like, "Oh no," and his face was so happy.
2: <laughs> he was just shouting, and I reached over and I just, I just shook his hand. Like, well, well done. Um. We'll see how it plays on, but well done. That, that's that's a top moment, that is. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll lose now. Um, so Sigvald was like, what do I do now? Both my charging targets are gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the double turn and sent Sigvald into the slun instead. Um, and I scrapped around and managed to get a few points. So I think it ended up being something like a 14-6, so not too bad
0: yeah okay that was
2: that was it but and and then tiba at the end was like like, ah yes and he's like oh i'm sorry but i'm playing sinesh and you have this so fuck you (laughs) (laughs)
0: that that was his attitude all weekend it was amazing then he bought
2: me a beer and we chatted he said this is my hammer now he took the hammer for a while and, and then uh, yeah, and then because
0: great. your game was over so fast, he then watched my game and was just rude about my list for the entire of my game <laughs> having just beaten your list which is very funny. Um I I yeah. played James uh with Soulblight Gravelords. There was like uh a necromancer, a vampire, uh some Soulblight Gravelords. Uh, sorry, some uh some two units of what are they called a graveguard, some zombies, some dogs uh and then uh was What's... I don't think... that Blood yeah, There's some Blood Knights. There's a unit of Blood Knights at the back of the board. Uh, Blood which Knights? Is, yeah, Blood Knights. Only five, though. Don't worry. Um, and, oh. then he, and then and James, who I played, who's, again, a treasure. This is going to be just a review for my weekend. I just had an incredibly lovely weekend. Everyone who I played was like, I would play each one of those millions of times, like, which was just phenomenal, uh, to be honest. Anyway, just, I think, turn one, I did I took the first turn. I... Killed a bunch of stuff. Killed the vampire. I kept trying to pop wounds on the necro. But, like, I, I wasn't rolling. Like, you know how you said the list is amazing if it rolls hot? It just wasn't, like, it was like a mortal wound, a mortal wound, a mortal wound. And that really didn't play particularly well into grave Gravelords who were able to, like, res a bunch of stuff a lot of the time. So, like, yeah. that that felt a bit weak. Um, and then I, I struggled a lot on the battle tactics over the course of the weekend, if I'm honest. Especially because I didn't play as aggro as you lot with the... the um the Get it in there. Yeah, with the Star Drake. Uh so I so I did. I did I did push him in and I was like, okay, I just need to take out these ten grave guard. Uh and he killed one. And I was like, oh and that's it like no, he killed four because he ate three obviously. Uh but then he only killed one with his actually melee so what profile. Are you com-
3: what are you complaining about?
0: Well yeah, agreed. I'm agreed. sorry, but he ate three? He ate three, but then he didn't kill any more than one, and I was. But he ate three. Yeah, that's true, and that that would have been my battle tactic, which would have been quite nice. And then also those Grave Guard were able to do quite a nice bit of damage back in, uh, which was quite interesting. And I think I think maybe I misplayed like that turn two. I maybe should have gone somewhere else. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm still coming off the absolutely electric high that is six Skyfires uh, who have Destiny dice to charge, which basically means, <laughs> It basically means like I, I still don't. I still don't know that I can't go everywhere on the board. Like, I'm still like, oh, I, can only, I can only move 12 inches. This is awful. Like, how am I going to survive? Um, so, yeah, like, but he was... I loved the prime. Huh? I
3: just loved
0: the prime. Oh, I love the prime. Oh, prime dice
3: every turn, baby.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just auto-charge everything all the time. Everything, every time. Mm-hmm. I forgot yeah. I could do other things apart from auto-charge him. So other fights, <laughs> I was like, I didn't do any, of, any more dice, dice rigging the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Only auto-charge. Yeah, I Even only when it's a three charge. inch charge,
3: 12 yeah. inch charge.
0: Yeah. So I think there was a bit of a, like, it was a bit too many wounds on the board for our list. It was a bit too, like, it was a bit too elite. But also, James didn't mess up. He ended up going 4 1, you know, with his list. He only lost to the winner, Darren. So, like, he should be super happy with himself as well. Especially so, like, Grave Lords, you know, like, they're not necessarily doing super well. But it was just a lot to chunk through, basically. It was just like, oh, there's only so much. And then when he did uh, eventually get into. Uh, like, you know, he, he managed to get the grave guard into my formulators. Um and so then he just lifted them up. But I did rally one, so I loved that. Uh but just a mm. wonderful game, but I lost that one. I lost that one, so that was a toughie. Um but yeah, like, I feel like maybe in another another version of the game I just roll quite hot on the dice and a lot more gets lifted off and then it goes my way. Uh mm. but it didn't. So there you go. That's important. I think he didn't have much left at the end, I said star Stardrape not being able to achieve a lot. So uh, that's mine. Round three. Round three for you, I mean, how'd it go? Uh,
1: that was good. I think, really quickly, I think you're right. Overall, the list really struggles to do battle tactics, which is quite a problem in this game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, and also but... hold objectives. Yeah. <laughs> Two key tenets of the game, right?
0: <laughs> Two key tenets of the game. They really fucking struggled out, yeah. Well, um,
1: but it's good at killing stuff, and that's fun, right? Um, yeah. So we was played... it good at killing
0: stuff, though?
4: Was yeah, it? right.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, we played Won't Back Down, is that what it's called? Yeah. The one which is Lengthways. Um, and yeah, I played Will, who was great with Um I think I talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, you know, lots of big fly bugs. So I knew that they were the problem. So I just basically pushed the flank that they weren't on um, and kind of wheeled him around. He cast Purple Sun turn one and had a roll into the Star Drake. And the Luminarch, because I split my army up. Um, but he didn't get any of them, which was lucky. Um, and then I was just able to move up, shut down all the woods, so that his only way that he could attack me was with the fast bugs. And I went to the other flank other than them. So turn one, I think I killed the War Song. I brought the Prime down, killed the War Song, Killed most of the Archers. Killed most of the Dryads. And then just knew that I just had to deal with those bugs then, and I would get the game and... Um, he got prios I think yeah I didn't win a prio on the Saturday actually so yeah he got the prio and I don't know if I'd mentioned that (laughs) (laughs) Um, no but uh, so yeah I knew that once I got rid of the war song then he didn't have any real mortal wound output and the tree lord ancient was right back in the back corner so I knew if I shut down the summoning sorry the teleporting then he'd just walk around five inches every turn Um,
3: tree lord PTSD
1: yeah, exactly. so much
0: true, Lord PTSD? <laughs>
1: um, so I think yeah, I think in that game I lost adjudicators on turn one and then that was it. I just ground him out. Um the Fulminators tanked the bugs, and then the Star Drake and the Prime killed seven out of nine bugs in one turn. Um again the Stardrake ate a bug, which was great. Um, and I was able to get that one uh, 19-1. We again, we stopped on turn three. In the right matchups, like low bravery, no mortal wound save, like you can clean it up quite quickly. I think it's like what you said, though, Rob, If There's loads of stuff on the board. They get you on the damage output and they get you on the primary. Yeah. But um, no, so it was it was fun. Um, it was just one of those matchups where I knew the I knew his army really well, so I knew how to shut it down. So the 2-1 for the day.
0: Oh. Great. Congratulations. And Lex, who's a big Silver Death player, just found out that the Tree Lord Teleport is only to not stopped by standing within three inches of Wildwood. So yeah, you I found that
1: out earlier. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's different wording on the War score. So Durthu, you can't shut Durthu down other than camping around the whole wood and turning it off so that they can't be
0: within nine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, amazing. Uh, okay, uh, Adam, your game three?
3: Um, so I was pretty salty after game one. Because uh, we got our bad matchup of mm-hmm.
0: Um
3: and our other bad matchup that was uh, there was Gargants. Yeah. Um, and then at lunchtime, I think one of you guys said to me, "Ah, oh, Adam, you're playing
1: Gargants." The only Gargant player in the building, by the way. <laughs> the <laughs>
0: only Gargant player, yeah, that was there.
1: So you know how I feel about like Gargants, anyway.
3: Uh, yeah. And then plus the fact that our list isn't very good against Gargants. I mm. basically went into that game not happy. I walked up to my opponent and told him I didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I met his list. Uh, um, and I think I was 10 or 11 pints deep at this point as well. Um, so I had a lovely time. Um, and yeah, this was against Kelvin. And he was lovely. Um, and while he was talking about the roll-off for who's going to deploy first. Um, I deployed my army um, because I was done at that point. I was like, here you go. Here's my army, whatever. Uh, Because I'm a one-drop, you're four. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, Because it was lengthways deployment, I deployed most of my army on this side just because I didn't want to reach across the table. Um, And then um, I proceeded to play a game against them, which was kind of okay. Um, And then me and Kelvin had some more drinks. Um, and I did quite well, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I think the, the power um, started to sink in at that point. Um, and turn one, I did nothing. Mm. Uh, turn two, I lifted a gargant, which I was shocked. I was shook to the core. Yeah. Um, so I went and got another pint to celebrate. Good. Um, and then turn three, I took off another gargant and I was like, oh, baby. Here we go. All right. Um, and then I started doing some, I, 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 I saw the matrix. I got to that <laughs> level where like I saw it. It was like a beautiful mind type of thing. Um, and I did some quite cool plays to get like grand strategies. So it said I dropped the prime. So it was a, there was six objectives. So there's like three that run along the top and three that run along the bottom. I dropped the prime on the bottom left objective to take it off him because he'd moved up the Gargants off. And then, because I, I screened my other objective, the Liberators, because then he'd have to charge the Liberators and kill them. So when the Liberators died, which meant I could call for aid them from the Celestent Prime onto the other, uh, home, uh, the other objective, which then meant he only scored one objective for the Sun. Amazing. So like, I did do some quite cool plays. And then turn four, I took off another Gargant, um, which left one Gargant in the middle of the board. And I was just holding more against Gargants, which felt odd um and i got grand strategies i was getting battle tactics um i did the the stormcast battle tactic nice killer monster with a star drake did that loads oh wow that was quite fun <clears throat> um and yeah we we did some like we, we just had a great time and it was the funniest game in the world because we were laughing at everything um i was drunk he had a pint um This is the
2: role of the book, the Gargant book To lose in style
3: (laughs) I wouldn't call it style (laughs) I took off some Gargants There was no style to it If it wasn't for him as a person It would have been the most boring game in the world And if I hadn't had so much alcohol I'm not sure I would have enjoyed it
0: Yes Okay, alright, good But I won And I had
3: a lovely time Yeah Honest and kelvin's amazing by the way he was like one of the best aos players like as a person
0: oh good that's lovely
3: he just needs to get a different army (laughs) i really really don't
0: like guidance that's fine that's ptsd that's fine that's okay uh cabbage what about you uh how was your third game
2: yeah it was good i played against jonathan hale um and he had ko um so i knew that he could sort of go anywhere so i sort of deployed on the line Really, sort of pushing up so I could get to him So I knew he'd deploy as far back as he possibly could, so that he couldn't be Alfred as much as possible, and then he could drop anywhere to then shoot me back. So I pushed up on the line with everything. <clears throat> uh, then he deployed in the back corner as far as he possibly could, but it was all in one corner, which and you can't outrange that slam, baby. It's it's just too it's too long. You can't do it. So um, yeah, dropped the comet, hit the boat hit Everything, and because they're in the units were in the side of the boat, I hit all the units in the boat as well. Um, then I comet <clears throat> the comet's call, and I got him to get all his heroes and put them in a line on the board so we could just put wound dice next to them. And he had five heroes. He had an admiral um, with the arcane tome. He had a spell in the bottle guy. He had a navigator. Um, I think it was maybe two navigators and two aether chemists. One had the spell in the bottle, which is the purple sun. Um, but he also had arcane tome, so you could purple some of the arcane tome as well. Um, I hit the comet and things like that. I killed uh the spell in the bottle guy with comet's core and the su- and the and the comet. And then I took down the two aether chemists and the navigator to two wounds each, and the admiral had five left. But okay, they've got two wounds each. I shot the, um, the so the Luminite couldn't reach them, but the uh, Star Drake could. So I shot him forwards, and then Reign of Stars, four shots. I just put one, one, two into those three heroes and shot them all off.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Big ballsy play as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. so end of turn one, I had killed four out of his five heroes. Wow. And then um, he then had his turn and teleported over to the, I, I'd left some space at the back. Stupidly, and I'd not placed my slan in the right place. And I'd also forgotten to do the command ability against missile attacks. I was like, "Oh shit, I need to do that because it's obviously what I do." And he was like, "No, i will let you take you take that back." But he did enough, so he just teleported back and then just gunned my slan down. Um, uh, then he thinks he got a double turn and shot some more things, but didn't do quite enough. So I still had the Star Drake. And the Liberators called for aid, so I still had them. I still had the Fulminators. But then I just proceeded to just bring this, the Prime in, charge into the the, iron, the Ironclad, destroy that, destroy the figure, destroy the gun hauler, and that was done. They were them. They wow. suffer from having everything inside the one boat, so if you hit that, then you hit everything.
0: Yeah, that's really amazing. It's like, actually quite interesting, because that's a garrison, effectively,
2: right? Yes, the Luminarc hits everything. Although Luminarc died pretty quickly, but yeah, the Comet hits everything.
0: Yeah, okay, you target that right. You'd be like, that needs to die immediately. It's wrecking yeah, my I'm... whole army. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Yes. Really fun. Good guy.
2: Yeah. Really good guy. Okay.
0: Uh, well, my final game. Uh, we were outside, all having a laugh uh, because uh, my game with James like finished. We had like a like a big long break, which was really fun. And then I was just like, kind of just vibing a little bit, and. Um, And then someone's like, Rob, your next matchup is Cruel Boys. And I was like, just happy dancing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, auto win for Rob, let's go, auto win for Rob, let's go. And I was just like, Cruel Boys, going to nuke them, Cruel Boys. Like, just having, like, a joyous little jig. Anyway, and then I was like, oh, I wonder who I'm playing. And then Carsten, who was sitting next to me, was like, it's actually me uh like and i'd been dancing i'd been dancing for like five minutes about this matchup i was like let's go this is easy um and so carsten took like like a champ like which is even
3: funnier because literally i've been sat with him for about half an hour 45 minutes at that point yeah and he was like i really don't want to play your list and i was like yeah it's just against you it just wrecks you like so easy if i played you
0: yeah yeah
3: so and then like you did that his face was like, oh, no.
0: I know, I know. So he had some bolt boys. Uh, he had the incarnate, okay, uh, some bolt boys and some other little elements, um, which was quite good. And I couldn't shoot him outside of 12 inches, so some of the elements of our army. And actually, you know when you actually deploy? It's actually a good army. Like, there's a lot of output there. Like, it's I put the... There. I put the Prime in nearly in, like, and charged it, nearly died to the Sludge Raker, and then killed the Sludge Raker. This is later on. Cause first term I dropped the Comet. And again, I didn't roll particularly well with the Comet. I just did a couple of wounds here, a couple of wounds there. Put the Horogast in, and that didn't really do much. Apart from, like, I think I killed like a Hobgrot. And then he, he had to roll the dice on... Um, like one hobgrot, and then he had to roll the dice for the battle shock test. But they rolled a six, which meant then another D3 or something ran away. Whatever the situation, the entire unit ran. Yeah, from like one or two dying, like from mortal wounds, which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it was like it was actually genuinely quite challenging because I couldn't shoot him outside of uh, um, 12 inches. But most of our stuff isn't isn't that sort of damage, and I rolled like badly on the D3 mortal wounds and stuff. So I think it could have been over much much quicker um and that said like there was still just a lot of output generally from the army but then you know you're always in that position where turn one you're like oh okay i've done some damage but then he's like no you've actually killed a shaman half my bolt boys like you've actually done a lot but it never looks like a lot because it's not the whole army you're like why is it not all dead um like i want it all to be dead uh but he like yeah he was he was a real treasure because he knew he was pushing he was pushing a rock uphill he built an army to try to to make it work um he was he was putting some real effort into it played the game super clean super fair super lovely um like, just a real nice guy to play just just one of them gents like again three great gents all day um and it was just wicked because I was just like okay like and then uh, but I was in that position where you know when you're doing well but you're like I definitely can fuck this up." Just don't do it. At any
3: point I could lose.
0: Yeah, yeah, like at any point. Because it it honestly did feel like...
3: Cabbage. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like it honestly did feel like I had like a gun to my head. Like, and I had a gun to his head, but I just got to pull the trigger a few more times first, right? Because it was just... It's so violent, the Cruel Boys army. If it pops off, there's so many mortal wounds. Like, yeah, 10 Gut rippers went into the... Celestine Prime was just like, you're dead now. Like, there's just 15 mortal wounds. You die or something. It was its nuts so yeah like i, I quite like the crawl boys army actually i think with the right I still think two al- units of 30 what gut rippers yeah i kind of agree i kind of agree if they had four plus rally in their army they would not be anywhere near as shit as they are um so what what yeah
3: maybe that's gonna be in battle scroll
0: let's go yeah four plus how would we rally. fix an army four plus rally yeah these guys suck yeah so it's quite interesting but i had a really lovely game and it was it was basically i just did mortal wounds to all of his stuff killed the incarnate uh, and then, because the Incarnate went in actually, this is quite interesting. Incarnate went into, oh, he got like a twelve-inch charge. Yeah, he got a twelve-inch charge with his Incarnate. And he was over the moon. He was like, yeah, let's go. And then it got into like, <coughs> it got into um, the Hurricaneum, and it got into the Judicators, but then didn't kill any of them. And the like, and then I charged the Formulators in, dropped him a level. And then he was like, right, I'm gonna kill the Formulators and the Judicators. And then didn't kill either of those either. And I was just like. He's like, I hate this thing. And I was like, yeah, I can kind of understand. Because it is very swingy, right, the Incarnate? Yeah, it can be, yeah. Like, it's super. It's super. All right, so um, just before we get into day two, let's do a quick tournament report. Uh, table height, Adam?
1: Atrocious, and I'm not very tall.
0: Agreed. Owen?
1: Yeah, it was really bad. And also, like, <clears throat> each table wasn't, like, where the legs were. That wasn't necessarily where you then stood. So... It was like people were putting their stuff like halfway in the middle of my table, and I had to ask them to move it sometimes. So that was, yeah,
0: the, the worst bit for me for, no with, the ta- uh, with the table, with the table height, you know, it was just super low. That's fine. I'll move on from that. Uh, the, the worst bit for me from the the tables generally is that they were all laid out so they're like these are the lava section right? Mm. But then I could, oh, never, yeah. I could never tell the difference between my lava mat and the very next lava mat <laughs> yeah. that was linked right there I was like, yeah, it was like, it, like, they literally connected. I was like, where the fuck is the end I of my I kept putting day?
3: my comment on other people's tables. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? I can't kill that? Cool boy's army?
0: <laughs> yeah, ah... Yeah, that that was rubbish. Uh, how do you feel? About I guess
2: the st- when we were all playing together in the line, it kind of felt like we we're all in one big battle. <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: Like I thought we were gonna have three comets on the board at one point.
0: Yeah, uh, Charlie, uh, how do you feel about the terrain?
2: Um, it's basically well, as you guys know, I've worked with Zach on uh, a number of events, so it's it's basically the terrain that I use. But it was it was laid out differently to how I usually lay it out, which is a bit of a mix between the different sets. Mm. I, don't, I don't I don't tend to put the mats all all together probably the case that um uh, uh zach uses agency workers to set the set the tables and set the mats and things out which you have to do with an event of that size because even small like small to medium size events you need to have either volunteers or agency workers set it up because the logistics were a nightmare for, for large events so it's probably the case that that all got set up by people who possibly don't know warhammer and then at that point it's too late to to, like, get things exactly how you want it, so that's probably what the case is. What happened, that's fair. I'm, I'm kind of used to those tables now, so I didn't particularly notice the height, but obviously, not being in line with the legs is a little bit annoying,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, Owen, how did you feel about the, the venue itself?
1: Um, if I could just say about the terrain, oh, yeah, There's yeah, no cover. Did anyone get a cover save this weekend?
3: No, uh, not <laughs> really, because like oh. the cover, like everything was it, like the pack would say you'd have cover, but then it was like impassable or garrisonable yeah like bits of terrain but i didn't like the terrain at like it was it looked all right i just think it was laid out not very well but
1: um the venue was fine it was really close to where i live and you stayed so that was good and not far from either of you two either so that was big thumbs up um uh the toilets were fine i think it was really hard to get food as ever we kind of I think most of us gave up on the queue, didn't we, um, to get food, which is always a thing. But I did quite like that little area that was kind of a bit of sun and shade. And like we sat on chairs, and some people who smoke, you know, we smoked and kind of that little bit outside was quite nice. Um, but yeah, it was fine. It's, it's Lee Valley, isn't it? It's kind of. Yeah, have... the nature
2: of it being a convention space, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, being a convention, it's just, it's quite difficult in England to get a... big convention spaces.
1: A dangerous hole in the floor near your table, Rob. Yeah. Yes.
0: We, yes. We all, we all did did you see up how up. that got created?
2: No. I just I was, walked over was, it.
1: One of the French guys literally walked over and went through the floor.
0: Yeah. And then nearly died.
1: Yeah. So they're both heavy footed and heavy handed then, eh?
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say that the toilets were pretty rough, to be honest. It, it had. No, um, if you
3: used the porta loos
0: Also, I felt bad. Because
3: pretty every, rough. E- everyone was so scared of using them that the, no one used them
0: right, okay, yeah, um, I'd say like I say I recognize how difficult it is because it was only fifty pounds for a ticket for the l g t and I really feel like Zach could have like added twenty or pounds on at least per person, and considering there was a seven hundred and forty forty eh, k event while simultaneously, there was Yu-Gi-Oh, A Song of Ice and Fire. There was actually 120 A Song of Ice and Fire players at the event mm-hmm. that weekend, which is pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, there was, yeah. yeah, there was Kings of War, there was Conquest of Kings, there was Lord of the Rings, there was Epic. So there was, there was genuinely like nearly a dozen game systems, maybe more than a dozen game systems being played. So there must Digimon. have been Digimon was being played. There must have been fifteen hundred to two thousand attendees over the course of the weekend, so of course it was busy, and of course there were lots of pe- lots of things going off. So you know, all of the services were generally strained. Um, but that said, <coughs> I wouldn't mind seeing, I wouldn't mind seeing the ticket price be a little bit higher and just seeing the quality being a little bit higher as well. That seems fair as a statement, right? Yeah. Generally, uh, no hand dryers. Were there hand dryers? I think there might have been hand dryers. I can't remember.
1: One Uh, thing I did like, I will say, is lots of fresh air. Though it's a big venue, isn't it? It didn't feel; it wasn't like a sort of sweaty basement venue. Really airy.
0: There wasn't a through draft though, so it definitely there was a funk.
1: There was a forty k funk definitely when Adam and I walked through.
0: Goodness, man! That was
1: was a uh, a fun
3: walk. Yeah,
0: mm. the 40k section was was hefty in the sniffs, mm. uh, to be honest. Okay, all right, sweet. Um, I just wanted to... I don't think there's anything else to touch on about the venue generally or the event, uh, as is Ross ran the event, which was great. He, did, he had some really oh, Russ TO, to do. Oh, Ross was a great
3: TO, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Airplay. Like, did brilliant. well, LGT is the only event I'd, like, pick, but... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, had,
0: he had a tough weekend, and he did well with it, I think.
3: Ross made the event for me, like, genuinely.
0: Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Like, if...
3: You know, like him as a TO, I think he he TOs really well. He keeps everything going. He's not one of those like he's he just makes a decision. Like a walk up to a table and it's like no. Mm -hmm. There's no sort of like oh, but can I do this? No, and then he leaves. You're like good job, Russ.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, But yeah, I think the LGT is crap, but I like Russ. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good review I, I also think yeah I haven't actually been to a convention of that size to play in quite a while um, the tables are too low um, I'm right next to someone else there's no place to put anything on, on the top of the board um, so like you're constantly like accidentally moving stuff and knocking stuff off
3: oh that was the worst not having the little gap
0: yeah, next yeah. to the table
3: that everyone's now got like, yeah. when, the, when the mats got shifted to the smaller size everyone just kept the gap
0: yeah mm. Because yeah.
3: they were like, no, no, we're going to get rid of the gap that everyone uses.
0: Yeah, pack them in. Yeah, and that then really and, and then you were constantly like, it was nice seeing loads of people. I'm not going to lie, like, but like the general state of playing the game felt like I, I, I it felt like a festival, like camping. It was like right, cool. I'm going to live in a shit tent and be covered in crap for the weekend, which is a pretty camping, cra- which is like a, but it's like a cr- pretty crappy way to, to like spend your weekend right like other than everyone was really sound i had a great weekend i'm just saying the environment was pretty toss to be honest like and i can't see myself wanting to go to large events anytime soon
2: i
1: i don't know i think the the space above made up for the being packed in a bit i didn't feel too like we weren't rubbing bums were we yeah i felt like i was honestly
0: yeah i felt pretty i felt pretty claustrophobic okay yeah i really did all right so uh day two uh adam how'd you do uh who'd you play
3: Uh, day two, game one, I played Tom Connell. Nice. Um, Which, again, we got the matchups the night before, um, which was I I don't like that because it makes me stress. Well, not stress, but then I like I I look at things and I overthink it in my head sometimes. Um, But I've gotten better at not doing that, um, usually because I passed out. Um, But uh, I knew like having uh, playing against SilverNef, I'm really confident in SilverNef just because I've played Matt a bajillion times Mm. um so i know F like the back of my hand i usually know sylvaneth better than my opponent knows sylvaneth um and i knew what to kill first i knew what to leave um so i played pretty well into it it was whatever mission where you have the l shape and you make one a primary in your opponent's turn (coughs) so um yeah i killed the ice revenant turn one because i knew that's what buffs the turn off um, I knew he'd target the slan turn one, so I fired us out with the slan and didn't die. Um, turn two, I killed all the tree revs so we had no teleporting abilities basically. Um I kept unbinding his woods. Um this was the only game where I purposely left the comet on the board, so I didn't dispel the comet. Yep. Um to do the minus one to cast
0: aura. Nice because
3: Silver Neff really need those the spells to go off. Yep. So I had the minus one to cast from the comet, I had the minus one to cast from the Star Drake. And then I had the plus one to unbind from the slam. So um, he basically I was, had
0: no... I was today years old when I found out the Comet did a minus one to cast bubble.
3: It was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> like, using that against like armies that need spells is just awesome. Like, it's actually better than the
2: ballrooms. Don was saying in the chat that he actually would always... He said that he would say at the start of his opponent's turn, do you want... To, by the way, this gives out a minus one bubble. Do you want to dispel it? Yeah. To try to get used, make them use their well, their spells to get rid of it when yeah. we wanted it off anyway.
0: It's not the easiest thing to get rid of, though. It's the seven. It's not, like, super easy. Um,
2: no, but so. it makes them try. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: so like I just left that to give them minus. So we basically had minus two to cast, and I had plus one to uh, unbind. So I uh, basically got no spells off, which was really good. Um, and then I just kept mortal wounding stuff. Um, my Star Drake went into his three bow hunters at one point. And ate two of them. Bearing in mind you need sixes to do that. That was hilarious. I was like, thank you. Um, And then I never killed Alarial. I just kept bracketing her. Because um, obviously when Alarial dies, you can roll to bring her back. Yeah. But um, when you shut down Silvernave's teleports, that's then their teleport. So by not killing her, I was stopping him from having any teleports against me. Um, And then in turn 4, I cheated. uh, Which actually won me the game um but i think i could have won the game either way so i don't think it mattered too much but you know it was still a bit of a shit move from me um but then yeah so i won the game i made tom really salty because basically all of my rolls went off and none of his went off um and i rolled like an absolute god which has never happened in my life um and i felt great and tom felt rubbish
0: oh lovely Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So honestly,
3: I had a lovely game.
0: I really feel for Tom. Tom's been working really hard to play some really good high-end Warhammer, he always yeah, seems to just Tom's get, amazing. He always seems to get proper shafted by like a battle plan or some stupid four idiots running the same list. Like I don't know what. <laughs> like just just having a tough time. Uh, Owen, who's your first game?
1: Um, I played Adams for opponent from round one. So Nicola, one of the French Worlds guys. So Glockin. Um, Glockin, Bellacore, Four Flies, Ten Blight Kings. So a really elite list, even less models than us. We were playing close to the chest, so the kind of two the Ls, six objectives. So I just... This was actually the game which was the toughest matchup because, you know, we did say that we thought Nurgle was a really tough matchup. and um, I knew that I would be down and have to try and get it in the late game. So... I just castled in the corner with everything except the five libs and I put the five libs just on the back edge of the middle objective. I left the left one and just castled there. Um, and then he put Glock in and the Kings in the middle and the flies on the flank and Bellacor at the back. And I made made the objective that Bellacor was on the proving ground so he couldn't score it. And then he just moved his flies, but he didn't have charges and he moved his Glock and his Kings forward into the middle to put pressure on. And he didn't kill anything. I was like, sweet. Um, he then bellicored the Star Drake turn one, which was great, because I really wanted him, I didn't want him to bellicore the Slan. And then I, even with all the wards, I still thought that the strat was right to just go for the Comet and all the usual stuff. So chipping bellicore, chipping the Glock in, taking off a king, chipping off a couple of the flies. I didn't do much, and I had to take against the odds. Because you know what it's like. Like, turn one battle tactic. It, was it, like, against the odds every time? Every time.
0: Every time. It's Couldn't really do anything. Tough. Yeah.
2: I the tried not time... to in some games. I, I think I did one or two other ones, but I can't remember.
1: No. The only time I didn't do that was against the Cruel Boys, because he super sneaky. the Maya Brute Trogoth within nine. So I did the thing where the general kills him. All directly.
3: I'd maybe use, like, Desecrate with Selicent Prime.
1: Yeah, that's a turn two. I think I did that once.
2: I did Out Muscle for one, actually.
0: Yeah, it was super yeah, so... super hard. Sorry, Rob. no, yeah. no it was just super hard, to do battle tactics for that list. Yeah, really tough. And hold objectives. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then I won turn two prior, and I gave it away so that the so Bellicor dropped off, and he, I'd put the Luminarch up on the left on my right flank, lasering across his army. So it was kind of bait. So he charged. Oh, he didn't actually charge. He just moved his flies around a bit, moved his kings forward got his five points again. Um, so he was 10, four up going into my turn two. And at that point, I felt I needed to push, but that Glockin ability just meant that he could have charged me at any point at the end of my movement phase, with 10 Kings, the Glockin, or the two Flies. So I only gave him a charge with the two Flies on the right flank, and he then duly... He did a nice move, actually. He charged the two Flies into the Luminarch, but then tagged the the tagged the Fulminators within an inch and it was the battle round where I couldn't pile in. So he shut down the Fulminators for a turn and that meant that I had to bring the Prime down to get Desecrate and charge two Flies and I put all my shooting and everything I could into two Flies and I left one alive on two Wounds which meant he then piled round and with a Summoned Nurgling he turned off my Desecrate. So I failed my Battle Tactic on turn two. So I was 10 ten six going down into his turn three and then i won prio into turn three and that's when i then started to i could go then because you
3: won a prio
1: i won a prio. yeah it was amazing um and i at that point then retreated the forminators out the dragon <laughs> killed the flies the prime killed the other flies and I, I chipped a bit off the other stuff and kept everything away from the Glockin and the Kings and he was left with Glockin, the on three wounds and the three Nurglings and it basically just ended up, we we went all the way through, he then failed Desecrate on his fourth turn by um, he was trying to pile in, it took ages it was one of these intricate pile-ins where he was trying to pile in Judicators but he didn't want to go towards them, he wanted to pivot round them to get more models next to the objective because on his turn three he charged the Glockin in and I unleashed hell with the Stardrake he killed the two fulminators and then the Star Drake lifted the Glockin in combat
0: yes <laughs> let's go amazing
1: and that denied him five scoring points for desecrate next to his piece of terrain so that meant he piled his Kings round and he failed to get desecrate by one model so that gave me that got me back that battle tactic I failed um then I did win prio again, um, and at that point, I lifted off the off Bellacor, and he was just left with a summoned beast and the kings. The prime had gone up to that flank to clear it of all the nurglings, so I was just closing the net, the net around him yeah. and getting back, getting back, getting back. Long story short, he got one point on his turn, and then I needed in turn five to turn around an eight-point deficit. So, well, no, I could score eight points, and that would win me by two. So five libs that were in the middle, hugging the back. They didn't swing in combat once. They just went to the left to cap that, came back into the middle to cap that, and then moved into the middle for the Grand Strat. So they did a great job. The Prime swept the board, killed the last Nurgling for gaining momentum, and then the Stardrake had to win me the game, and the Slan, the Slan jumped out of his garrison he'd been in all game, charged in to get me two, because he had Blessed Desecration. Let's so the one where side. you have to... Hold a piece of terrain at the end of the game and it was the one that he'd failed to get Desecrate on, so he had like seven kings left at this point and a beast. So the Slan charged the beast so that I was two to two and then the dragon, the Stardrake, had to kill three out of seven Blight Kings so it was five to his four and then I scored, it would be seven scoring bodies against his six. The the Stardrake Finest Hour went in, all out attack he killed two and the last three dice of the game were dual bites. So I rolled them out and on the last dice I got a six, eight a blight king, and then I beat him twenty two points to twenty.
0: Ooh. That's fun. And he had
1: spicy. Yeah. So that was a really good win. That was my best that was the best game of the weekend for me because I played around all his threats chomped around the, the overall strategy was perfect and then i did manage to claw back because you're always clawing back on the primary aren't you you've got to win late with the army unless you, yeah you either blow them up or you win late with the drake and the prime um, and the slam yeah yeah it's a toughie yeah, it
4: you yeah, got it was my
3: a...
1: revenge Owen. yeah well done. i did get your revenge and that was the best win of the weekend for me so
2: two sorry three one at that point
0: oh wow it's revenge round okay cabbage who did you uh, who did you play
2: so I played against David Roland, yep. uh, one of the French guys, and he had, I think, a couple of them running the same list similar to what we were doing. Or, where he had a Tempest Isle with the Hurricaneum, four dragons, four Formulators and one unit, a unit of four dragons, unit of four Formulators, um, a Rune Lord, a Mage, and three units of Outriders, and um, <clears throat> he won the roll off. He's a one drop as well, and he won the roll off to deploy. So um, he deployed and then I basically backboarded everything outside of 27 because with the plus 3 to move from Tempest Die, uh, the dragons can move 15, then charge up to 12. I got the reroll and the war scroll. Mm. So I backboarded everything. But what I didn't account for was that the, um, the outriders can run and shoot. And that's not terrible because they, they didn't do too much damage, but they ran in and chipped one wound off the slam. And then what I didn't account for was the the Huracanum uh, rolling a five for its run, getting plus one to run, and having the plus three for Tempest Psy. So I ended up going 19 inches, and then spent a CP to sh- run and shoot. Nice. And then he just did six mortal wounds to the slan and killed it. Wow. Top, okay. top of turn one. So <clears throat> I backboarded and lost the slan at the top of one. At that point, and I had and I had the four dragons and four Fulminators right in my face. Yeah, that was like my turn one, and then <clears throat> the Star Drake had to drop the comet every turn and do you know do all the lifting himself. Um, I kept the off for a turn. Um, Formulators cleared up some outriders. Went into the dra- went, went into the end of the dragons. Didn't do that much damage, uh, and then the Star Drake rolled badly some saves and took a lot of damage. I won the I won the priority to turn two, which made it a game. Hmm. So I got to retreat with the Stardrake and then charge into the Outriders and taking an objective. Fulminators went in and I did another comet. Um, I did some more stuff. Um, and uh I, f- I forgot to shoot my Luminarch, which would have killed the dragon and the Hurricanum, which is really bad. But in the end, um I was always behind on the primary and behind on battle tactics um, so, and I, so I just couldn't crawl it back but in the end I did do quite a lot of damage and the game ended with my Star Drake alive and his Fulminators wounded but alive that was the only models on the board but I ended up losing I think 60, uh, 14-6 I lost
0: Okay, yeah, he, I think he ended up going to 4-1 with that list. It's pretty brutal, right? Yeah, he
2: was good. He was a nice guy as well. Like yeah. we, we were all he played all good spirits. The,
0: yeah, we were all jazzed about the power of two Formulators. A unit of four is
2: pretty... Yeah, I killed two of them, and one was almost dead. And the last turn I went for like a, trying to block him scoring as much. It didn't quite work. I probably should have just yeeted that Star Drake in and and um tried to take off the last Formulators. And it probably would have worked, because I managed to heal him back down to almost full health at that point.
0: Okay, fine. Well, Summoners so are mad,
1: aren't they? Um, they they feel like they should bracket they're so good. Do you know what I mean? Like when they've taken a few wounds.
0: They're... Yeah. Yeah, bracket. The, the, the output on them is insane. Like, and I know we've known, or we've known that as a community. You've got to tag them.
2: That's what you've got to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, even then, it's six attacks that are damaged too. Honestly, yeah.
3: Like, still... like the ren doesn't go down. Yeah.
0: yeah like, like Even
3: ren 2, 1 damage is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's true. On yeah. 10 attacks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. I so my round four. I played Tebow, uh, who was Charlie's uh, second <laughs> yes. round. So this is the French guy who was calling us all idiots for running the list. He was also he, he kept he kept also finding the other Snash player, which was Dave Carter, um, and kept calling him an idiot for running a different snesh list. Like <laughs> the guy's unstoppable. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, but I'd been giving, um, I'd been tweeting and giving the French team shit about it um because i had no way of getting in contact with him uh so i i got in, like so then i talked to him in the morning but i i'd seen him yesterday giving charlie loads of shit and me loads of shit and i was like this guy seems like a barrel of laughs and he was like he was also like 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 adam said you hear a lot about like the french gaming culture but like he was he was incredibly articulate it was his first non-english tournament uh he's only been playing for about a year um so it was his first he's not in...
3: been indoctrinated
2: fully yet
0: yeah maybe he's not so in the maybe...
2: French team either. he came over by himself I
0: think yeah, yeah he came over by himself um, and he was just like an absolute treasure to play everything was crystal clear all of the rules interactions were super sweet um like we had like a wonderful game and yeah he had snesh the msu like charlie said i took the turn i yeeted the comet i did some more i killed shit tons of stuff uh then i don't think i got the horror in there then in his first turn he kind of had to like move up he'd, he'd also kind of he had he had um two units of Ungol raiders he also had a unit of untamed beasts and he also had some seekers so like there was an objective in the bottom left hand corner and he decided to kind of deploy there like quite aggressively and then pre-game move on to that. So I took the first turn and then I think he thought my Star Drake... He kept measuring like, oh, your Star Drake formulators are going to come straight up the middle. And I was just like, nah. So I just cleared the left-hand objective. Like I... Um, shot it, everything over into the left to make sure I killed the Seekers and then I charged the Untamed Beast. So he lost two units while I just yeeted everything at the top because, like I said, I was playing a little bit more conservatively compared to you guys. Uh, and then uh, I, he won the turn, maybe. There wasn't really much he could do. I finished out with the Drake. He tried to do some shooting in, but like I'd, I'd specifically targeted his units of three plus barb Archers. So wasn't really able to do, like, a lot of damage. Move forward to try to set up for the turn. Uh, Then in my turn, again, I dropped the Comet, dropped some Rain of Stars, just did a bunch more stuff. Again, rolled pretty poorly. The only time it went really well was into... um, What's his face? Sigvald. Sigvald, yeah. And then I brought the Prime down. uh, Like, um, I brought the Prime down, and again, I think it was the Prime shots that killed him. He brought a... Uh, he brought on because he was getting depravity I mean it actually worked incredibly well for him because he generated so much depravity because there was so many units he was just like I've got seven points turn one he was like this is great so he put like a seeker chariot down Uh, so I brought the prime down and I took out a unit of um, uh, the the pain bringers uh, on the left hand side and then I won the turn into three, and it was just like a mop-up job at that point because, like, he just the bravery was low enough that the horogast and the spells had just done enough damage, to just whittle the army down. He, and it was, you know, fairly fragile anyway. Um, and so, yeah, it just didn't. He just didn't have the staying power really against the army. And again, because I played it really casually, I just didn't really stress too much. Uh, he did get a chance to roll a purple sun on my uh, Stardrake though uh but my stardrake lived because he rolled a <laughs> he rolled a one for a priority and then a, <laughs> and then a two for every purple sun and he was like sacrebleur i should rotate these around
2: um, I, I almost i was one priority roll away from completing that um a battle tactic to have a citizen sigma unit control all the objectives in your opponent's territory amazing against him. but i lost priority dropped 30 d minutes in front of it was, <sighs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. they so close.
0: <laughs> it was genuinely, genuinely a really amazing game. And, like, and also, I really respected He was just like, you're a stupid fuck you. Like round three. He was like, let's just go. And then we had like an hour off. We went and had, we hung out for the whole lunch. We had dinner. We, had, like, we went and got lunch. We had some coffees. We sat around. We talked. I, I hung out with Christophe as well, um, who's like one of the French players who I know really well. Like we just chatted away for ages. It was just really great. We just talked about what it was like playing and all those other things. So, lovely game. Really fun. Like, great start to the day. Like, I already knew it was going to be because, you know, when you meet someone the day before, like, okay, we're going to get on. Right, this will be fun. And it was. It was just a great time. So I really liked it. Um, and was, yeah, that was it. And then finally, Owen, your day, your round five, your final game. Because going into this was quite interesting because Adam, me, and Owen are on three wins and a loss. But mm-hmm. Charlie's on two wins and two losses. Yes. Yeah. So we were all going after the coveted
3: 4-1. We all came for a 3-2, right? Yeah. And then I think we all got up a little bit thirsty Yeah, we, And yeah. the round five. We were like, oh. Well,
2: Ooh. I was in a different situation to mm. you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were, you were trying to claw it back. How did you feel being... So the-
2: shall, we, shall we talk about what the matchups we had going into round five? Yeah, you so came off lunch knowing the matchups, right?
0: Yeah, so I had so I had the the list that beat Owen round one, which is Simon's Tree Lord. So three Tree Lords, Durthu, and a Revenant. Yeah, so I'm I was like, on for revenge, revenge, right? Chance. So I'm on for the revenge to, yeah, to to save Owen. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, the list that when you I said that I lost, you laughed at me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: correct. Yeah. Okay. And then Adam, you had.
1: I had
3: um, the Soulblight Gravelords with 15 Blood Knights, um, and I was not happy at all. Uh, It was essentially, I found out the list, and we went, oh, cool, I lose. Also, were we playing
0: Rob's Stone cachet?
3: Yeah, worst mission I've ever played in my life.
0: Worst mission. Worst mission. Ban. Immediately ban. Immediately Uh, ban. One
3: objective in the middle. All right. No, it's terrible. Get out. Yeah, what I, okay. I i can i cannot argue that point with you in any way shape or form so
1: the thing we should mention as well is charlie being on two two was just a little bit down on the tables but then adam you were on like 15 rob you were on 14 and i was on 13 we were basically in a row and we were all playing on the same side of the table as well i think yes
2: we? as a 19 i think
1: 19 there we go
2: um and then Owen, oh, you had who
1: i had bone splitters and Oh, easy Owen. Yeah, that I did the thing that I thought I did at the first round where I was like, ah, low bravery, horror gassed, small squishy characters, let's go. And boy, how wrong was I.
2: And um, then I had Nurgle. And I think it's fair to say I was not I was not happy going yeah. into that round five. No. Coming no. off that coming off a tough, tough loss. Well the, the, guy, the guy was nice, but it was like a it was a hard game. Um and I got Nurgle around five, and I was on two, two, and I did not—I was not happy about it. Yeah, and I sort of went off, and went to my table at the last possible moment because mm-hmm. I thought, "This look, I lose against Nurgle, and it will take forever, and I'm just going to roll dice yeah. and he'll roll wards. It's going to be a grind."
0: Yeah, taking forever to lose is a rough, rough like mental state to go into. Yeah. All right, yeah. Owen, how was your? So, who did you play, and what did you play?
1: So I played a lovely guy called Chris. From a group, I think they're called the Outsiders. I think they might be, yeah, yeah. friends with the, your opponent James with the Soul Blight. Um, so yeah, I miss and I underestimated what he was playing, and it was basically bone splitters. He had an, 194 wounds of models from 1985, um, which were and they were beautifully painted, but they were naked green orc bums on little cartoony pigs um, and yeah he had a Wurgog prophet, a maniac a war doc, two big bosses two units of more boys and expert conquerors and then I want to say five units of cavalry, I think it was two units of five and three units of ten and the three units of ten were in bounty hunters and they were ice bone so six is to wound do a mortal wound as I found later on in the game, against Galatian veterans, sixes to wound do two mortal wounds. As I also found out in the game, all of those guys have exploding sixes. The whole army does. Um, And yeah, basically, I I, I did the stupid thing. Rushed through lunch. Adam and I ran into the venue at the last minute. I was like, this is bone splitters. I'll be okay. I'll just walk into the middle, blow up all his characters, charge him with the dragon and the prime, blow up a load of pigs, block up the board and then win in the late game and it didn't really go like that did it rob you were stood next to me (laughs) what happened was i put five liberators in the middle of the board to cap the objective i put five judicators behind to shoot the prime and the laser and then i brought the prime down the the prime sorry the slam and then i and the forminators as the pocket kind of hit i brought the prime down yeeted the dragon forward killed the big boss, sorry, the yeah, the savage boss, the other savage boss, the wardock, and half-killed the other two characters, chipped off a load of bits from each unit. Um, then I think I failed the horror ghast and yeeted the dragon in. He killed, like, four pigs. The, sla- the prime killed one pig because he used the 4 at war, where he has a four-up ward in combat. And then on my first turn, he did six wounds to the Drake and a couple of wounds to the Prime. And then I foolishly had put my Star Drake in range of the guy, the World of Prophet with the mask. And he duly rolled eight re-ups in a row and one banged off the Drake.
0: Because
1: <laughs> the Drake was supposed to tag and hold everything up and just tank. And then in the combat phase, uh He took the Prime down quite heavily, um, but he activated into the Liberators first, which meant that I could call to aid five Liberators back, and then the Prime died. And then he had about 150 wounds of Orcs still left. Most of them were in. He killed all the Judicators on his turn one, and he tagged in the Fulminators so at the start of my turn two, when I won prio, I had two Forminators, a unit of recycled Libs, a Slan and a Luminarch, and he had <laughs> an intense green tide and a massive smile. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. One unit of 10 pigs, 71 attacks, threes and fours, sixes explode to hit, sixes to wound do one to two mortal wounds. Yeah. I just totally underestimated it, and he just absolutely blew me off the board. So, on my turn, I killed some pigs, chipped off some stuff, did all I could, got the Liberators into the objective to score it. So, I was eight. It was eight all going into his turn three. Sorry, going. Yeah, it was eight all after two turns. But then I won Prio again. And by the time I had my turn three, I had a Luminarch on four wounds and a Slan
0: left. (laughs) That's not going to be enough.
1: It wasn't. And then they split like that, and he went oh, well, all my orcs are going to go here. So I shook his hand, and I got 19 one
0: And You got one, though, baby. got the one. It's all the mad. It's all the mad. Um, But yeah, that
1: massive, massive... He played it great. It was very... He just rolled loads of dice. It would be amazing into Nighthorn, Rob. Like, you know, amazing into Nighthorn, weight of dice. Like, he was a 40k player. He knew what he was doing. He set up perfectly. He just got me, and I played. I played badly, and I missed. Un- I underestimated the list. So it doesn't.
0: It, shit. It, it it does have a a fifty five percent win rate at the minute. So, like, it's just a solid list. Like, oh, that's a solid army. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, looked looked atrocious. But also the battle plan was atrocious, right? What else was gonna happen? You were gonna walk in the middle, like, or he was gonna walk in the middle. Like, nothing's yeah. gonna change. Like, it's just a terrible battle plan that should never be played.
1: Um, I uh... think I think what I do though is I just backboard everything, give him first turn, go down on the primary for the first two turns while I'm just chipping and whittling and taking out the characters, mm. and then at least I maybe have the Drake, some fulminators and the Prime later ready to then have the speed to go to the edges and clear up the objectives. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hindsight's a bitch, right?
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Adam, how was your last game?
1: awful
3: um so I, I basically like at lunch saw the list knew i was gonna lose because um, there's one objective in the middle and i was against 15 blood knights a million skeletons some zombies and some characters um and it was basically an auto loss before deployment yeah um so i went into it knowing i was going to lose but i thought well i'll play the game see what happens um I then I take I have to take turn one because I have to score five points. Yeah. Uh turn one. Because if I don't, I just lose. So I take turn one, uh, move some stuff forward, do some more wounds. Um like it's fine, whatever. Um, but I, I, I put the Star Drake right in the middle, uh, five liberators, five judicators, and I left a little gap between the judicators and the Star Drake. That was the perfect... um, With the fulminators behind, there was the perfect gap just for some blood knights to sneak through to tag the fulminators.
0: It was bait! It was bait, Rob! Nice.
3: Um, So, um, he then takes his turn one, uh, moves his entire army forward, the blood knights charge me, takes the bait, puts the blood knights into the fulminators, uh, they're tagged, basically strings his blood knights all the way around my army, Um, at which point my side rex eats two out, Uh, I break them out of coherency, kill half the blood knight, well ten blood knights out of the fifteen which is nuts, because I basically wasn't expecting to kill any blood knights that game Um, which was quite fun so it basically made this non-game became a game-ish I still thought I was going to lose, but like it at least gave me some opportunity Um, I then win the priority into two Um, I take the turn, he makes the middle objective the proving ground which is you know even funnier with that mission because you then have one objective that you can't do anything with. Um, he's got more bodies on it anyway so I was a little bit confused why I made the proving ground because my liberators died so I'd called for aided them right next to the objective anyway um, but they were quite far away from the objective but all I did was move them and charge them onto the objective and had one liberator on it that took the whole objective for me which then meant the non-game started to become a game even more so all of a sudden, I got myself into this winning position without actually doing anything. Mm. Um, so I have no idea, like what happened. Like somehow I started doing fairly well.
0: Yeah, because I looked um, over at one point, and I was like, "Oh, you're fucked." And then, like a little bit later, I was like, "What the hell?" And it was going yeah. okay. Like it was like
3: it was going amazingly well. Yeah. Like it was like it was going really really well. Um, but it was just like the overwhelming bodies. Like even when I'd killed ten Blood Knights. I'd killed um, the Mortis engine thingy. I'd killed the little stupid Black Library character. Um, I'd killed all the Black Knights. I'd killed the Grave Guard. Like, there was still too much. And then when it only split into two objectives, I still couldn't control them. But I only actually lost by, like, a couple of points. Okay. So, like, I was pr- actually really happy. Hey, that's how great. Went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it went for you know, when you go from a complete whitewash and i took it to a, a couple of points um so it was pretty good like i you know like it, it was all right really um i enjoyed honestly the highlight of my weekend was just watching his face as he had to remove blood knife <laughs> and i was there like oh
0: yes mm, yeah
3: mm, feed it, me more it's great um, but yeah like the it was a non-game basically So I wouldn't say I enjoyed it because of the game, but I just enjoyed playing some Warhammer.
0: Yeah, that's super fair. That's super fair. Charlie, tell us about your game.
2: So I went up to the table in a bit of a bit of a mood, not expecting to enjoy the game. Um, But I played against David Clarkson, and he was really nice. And uh, he was—I discovered he wasn't playing. um, What's it called? Drowned Men. So he was trying. He said, "I've played that a bit. It's boring. I want to try something different." So he's playing uh, a different sub faction, I can't remember what it was now. Um, when we explode, when we die. Bless and <clears throat> that's it. And he had three units of the Rock My Creed. Fun. Um, and he had uh, Bloab and Orgots and a uh, Minster's Pheranx and mm-hmm. some Chaos Warhounds and uh, Gutrop Spume and the Lord of. Uh, the little Footlord who had the Arcane Tome so he could cast. Um, he could cast Laoshan and then boat himself up and then get within seven to shut off commands, which is pretty cool. But he also had two units of flies. Um, so I deployed, um, and then I gave him the first turn because he put two units of the Creed and one unit of flies inside uh, with Godrot Bume off the board. Uh, so I gave him the first turn and made it the Proving Ground. So the only unit he had that could capture the objective was the Rockmire Creed. And not all of them were in range to get on the objective. So he then pushed the Warhounds up really far. Um, and then, but not, he, couldn't, he couldn't totally bring off the objective with them. It was far enough. So I knew I could charge the Liberators in there if I needed to to get on there. And then I think only a couple of the Rotmire Creed were on there. So then I took out muscle for my turn, which was to take off a unit of Galatian veterans holding the proving ground. And I just trusted in the comet and the horror gas and everything else. And I just lined up the Luminarc, blasted through a load of units. So I lifted them, lifted the warhound, warhounds pretty comprehensively and killed the cat and did some damage to other characters to um, blow up. And I captured it. And then he got the roll. I, I won the roll off but gave it to him because I wanted to know where his, um, where gut rot was going to turn up. I wanted, to, I wanted to take the comet off, wait for the, everything else to drop in. So I kind of covered myself on the sides, and then I would um, be able to comet more stuff, and then possibly go into round three with a double turn if I, knew, if I wanted to. Um, and I, in his turn too, he came in, killed the liberators, and I felled I whiffed with, with the Star Drake and lost quite a bit of damage to him. Took ten damage and I shouldn't really, but. Um, in my turn I killed two flies, I killed the Foot Lord, I killed Blowab. he and his by the end of his turn round two, he only had all Guts on the board left.
0: Oh wow. That's a lot yeah. of damage.
2: Yeah. And I had only lost the Liberators. Wow. And I stood I didn't even have the Prime on the board. I kept the prime off for round three. Oh wow. And going then round three, he won the priority, but it split and it split right next to my liberator slan um. Luminarch zone and then the opposite corner where I could reach, the, I could reach it with a Stardrake and I still had the Prime off the board Wow! He dropped, every, he dropped down in my bottom left corner in the line, like a little castle with Gutrop and everything but he didn't want to charge me because I had moved the Horagos down into that corner, he didn't want to charge me because he'd gone for um, Barge and the deployment zone's quite small and he was worried that if he charged me and I did Unleash Hell and then kill one or two, the rest would run away and he'd fail his Barge but I didn't even get charged in my little castle in the back corner. Oh, and then nice. in my turn too, I put the, slant, put the prime down, moved the Star Trek over, took both, control of both objectives, killed all the rotmire Creed and got Rot speune. So he basically had one Nurgling base, at Orgots, and two Flies left, and the Flies were just at the game. And then we just talked it through. And I won okay. the
0: game. Oh, fantastic. That's Especially because that's a tough matchup, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. I think not being... Um, um uh, the um the Suns where it's a pre game move and he was I, I really respected him for trying something different and it made it like a, a game that was and well, it made it easier for me but a lot more enjoyable and I, it didn't feel like a boring game, which was the key thing.
3: I don't respect that at all. Playing Nurgle, eight flies, drown man, let's go. Every time.
0: <laughs> all the time, every time. I just commit. Yeah, just commit. Just do it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my final game was against the fantastic Simon Stevens uh, with his tree lords. Or, oh, Owen played in round one and lost two, so I got the vengeance, yeah? Simon turned up. He's like, Rob, I'm not feeling very well. I've had four coffees. no four espresso shots. I am buzzing, yeah? But he was just such an animated, lively character, and he'd already come up to me previously in the event and had sp- spoke to me. And was like, hey, Rob, I really like your content. I was like, thanks. He's like, also i hate capitalism and i was like me too me too buddy so immediately he was my mate and he was running tree Lords. so i was like he's definitely mental yeah which is true and he's had a wonderful game he put all of his tree lords and do and, and like every single one of his models in the forest together next to each other so i was like well i guess i was gonna drop a comet there so how could that. you tell where they were yeah right so i just dropped a comet Uh, Then I did some spells and some other nonsense and moved some libs onto the board. Uh, And then in his first turn, he did the whole, all of the shenanigans he needed to do to get his dearthu on a six inch re-rollable into the liberators in the middle of the board. And then he didn't get it, uh, which was amazing. Um, And so I was chuckling my little ass off as that happened. And then um, uh, then I won the priority. Uh, He rolled a five, I rolled a six. Uh, so I took it and I just yeeted some more stuff. Again, I don't think I rolled overly well on the mortal wounds. Like I, re- it really, it felt like it was like another D3 one, another D3 one. And he'd healed some in his turn. So um, and then I brought I brought the um, the prime down. I yeeted it into uh, the Revenant uh, and took that off, the Warsong Revenant. So I took that off. But the Arch Revenant ended up on, like, one wound left or something. Oh, we also got a 12-inch charge with one of his Tree Lords uh, into my formulators and started whittling down my formulators, which is pretty rough. My favorite bit was he kept describing his Tree Lords as a shooting army. He's like, they're actually really good at shooting. Like, And he obviously was, like, really invested. You know when you, like, you're like, yeah, my army does loads of mortal wounds in AOE, and you're like, okay, and then it does fucking none? Yeah, you're like, I promise it does. Like, I promise. <laughs> he was like, it's definitely a shooting army. I was like, okay, I believe you. And then he just failed to hit with basically everything. And so he just didn't do anything. And it just made me laugh a lot. Uh, but then he got... Um, uh, he, Yeah, he kind of took out the formulators, which is like quite a lot of my threat, to be honest. Uh, and then the the Realmstone exploded. He won the turn. And then he just, like, yeeted over with Durthu. Uh, no, in his, th- his second turn, sorry, he took Durthu over and just absolutely to the prime. like just took him off the board. And then he did a, a, fa- a fight and fade and, like, went somewhere else. And then he won the priority and then he went over into my bottom left-hand corner where, like, all of my stuff was kind of camped. Oh, no. He went over, absolutely just trolled the Stardrake in one turn and then he fight and faded in the bottom left-hand corner and then he trolled like, the Slan and, like, everything. And I was like, oh. So he, he ended up with only two Tree Lords and Durthu left. Um, but I like he basically in turn three just wiped out my army in like a turn like it was, it was pretty impressive the output to be honest and it also everything was just so tough to kill it always healed Um, it like it didn't really move so it just used like the movement stuff to bop around the board and it just was just really really tough to kill to be honest
2: I think that's sort of the story of our list though isn't it like uh, large single entity units are really tough for us to deal with just yeah. want to say, kill three gargants. Yeah. What you lot
0: talking
1: yeah. about? I don't know what you're talking
3: about. All I think you guys need to just roll better.
0: Yeah, I didn't kill anything that was valuable, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I was genuinely very impressed. Like, like, and Simon played it really well. You know, when someone's written their list. Like it was really interesting. It was like this is mine. Like I've not seen anyone else do it. This is how I play. He like modeled it. It was beautiful. Like like one of them was like a Stranger Things tree lord. One of them was a Bretonian tree lord. Like it was just wicked. And like and I was just like one of them a tree tree lord. One of them was two trees as a tree lord. No, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was. It was good. One
1: of them was a questing knight, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like just yeah, just going for it. Yeah. It was wicked. Like, it was so cool. It was a great army, and he was brilliant to play. And kind of, like, to wrap up the show, that's my review of the weekend. I loved what we did because it felt very supportive. But my overarching review is is I played Five Legends, and and they're some of the best games I've ever had. Like, And maybe because... And I don't know how much of that was to do with the fact that we were all booing each other up, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to do well at the event. And instead like i kind of turned up with my own personal mission but i don't really know what the personal mission was did you
2: did you feel the list was like uh less obnoxious than you expected it to be
0: yes yes i don't think it was as obnoxious as we wanted to be
2: honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think we expected it to be quite obnoxious and it like i think all of the games had play i think the least the win for me that had the least play was ko that's also partly to do with ko i think
0: yeah, like I think the matchups where it was very much in my favor, it did feel like it was just over the top, uh, to be honest. And also, we were pushing on Star Drake. are so terrible. Like, it was great. Should
2: we rate? Should we rate each of the units? Okay. Yeah,
0: fairly, fairly, yeah, fairly fast. Um, yeah. Okay, so Star Drake, hundred out of ten. Oh, we... uh, 8.5. Charlie.
2: Yeah, I think it's probably like an eight, ish I think uh, the only downside is that it, it creates list problems. For you, because of the points cost, it shouldn't be 500. Yes, it should. It should be 700.
0: 100. No, five. No. I've given it a five out of 10. I don't like it. You're at all.
2: wrong. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, you gotta push it in. It only died to the to the purple sun all the tournament. That's the only way it died.
0: Mine died, uh, mine died every game. Mine died to Durthu.
2: I pushed it in probably less than Adam, but I pushed it in every game. It only died to the purple sun. Like, it just didn't die. Okay, it killed a lot of stuff. Cartoon character. Slan 110.
0: The, no, okay, the slan, yeah, 10 out of 10.
1: Hundred, crazy Ten yeah. out of ten. Ten out of ten. Believe. I don't know how Seraphon players sleep. goes to eleven.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. The prime. Um. A hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a ten out of ten as well.
2: I think a bit less for me. I don't think I maybe played as they didn't do a huge amount of damage. It just came down and shot a bit. That was really useful, but it wasn't incredible for me. So probably like eight
1: yeah I think an eight i was seemed to be very motivated to bring him down early. I never brought him down any later than turn two,
0: yeah I never brought course, him yeah. i know, i brought i i brought him down early first couple of games and I was like right, I'm gonna bring him down later, and that like opened the board up a little bit more and that was good and then I didn't really like i've seen him be fairly tanky, but like mine died like pretty much on the slap back every time so yeah like, yeah um uh and then okay uh and then the liberators ten out seventy five out of ten yeah. What do you 10 get? out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Stormkeep Storm lives 10 out of 10. Yeah.
2: The points cost, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, okay, adjudicators?
1: 100. Rob, one last thing. Sorry, Rob. The yeah. Prime's got a special weapon in the Liberator unit, by the way. It's three attacks with two damage.
0: Sounds great. Should you have used that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You didn't use it against the soul
2: blade like.
0: i don't think i i don't think i got them into combat more than like one time to be honest
2: i used right. his special weapon quite a lot because he's, he's the last one dead mm. yeah, of...
0: judicators. Like judicators what do you reckon
2: loved them six or seven. yeah they were mostly on oh. slime protection duty and cha- oh, yeah. 200 cha- points damage. is way too much from though
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 200 I, points I, is way too much
3: i thought they were 160 the whole weekend no. no, they're way too expensive.
2: Yeah,
0: they're yeah. very expensive.
2: Uh, uh, six and a half, personally. Yeah. yeah, they should be something like the hundred and sixty point range or something. Yeah, formulators them a... though.
0: I put so I give them a six. Yeah, formulators ten out of ten.
2: Uh... I think I didn't play them as best as they could be. I think if I played them better, they'd be ten out of ten. I didn't charge enough with them somehow.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're around. they're amazing. I go
2: for a nine. Nine. Yeah, I think the short range and the shooting was a little tough so it didn't really count for much. If you get and if you get charged, you're in trouble. You can tank it, but you can't do the damage to clear stuff off.
0: I, I basically thought the whole army was expendable apart from the two Formulators. <laughs> I was like <laughs> so I was so gutted in my last game when they're like
2: honestly I was like, when yeah. the
3: Formulator's died I was like oh it's game over now. Yeah.
0: I was like oh no this is uh,
2: this is terrible. I, mean, I think it's everything for me it's the Star Drake. That was no sorry it was the slam that needed to stay alive. Nah combat slam.
0: Uh, then uh, then what's left? Luminarch?
1: Luminarch, zero.
0: Zero. I'd give it really? like a six of me. I'd go for
1: me. Uh, I'd go for a five, yeah.
2: yeah. I, it did, a d- did decent work for me. Um, just adding extra bits of targeted damage along the line, several units. I did it quite a few times. It, the range is it was really good. 40-inch threat range. You really get some stuff to finish it off after you do your spells.
0: I'd have happily had five more adjudicators instead.
2: I would happily have had two more fulminators.
0: Two more, you can get two more, mm. get two more um, uh,
1: fulminators for the same price. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't this.
2: swap them. I wouldn't swap them for 100%. Judicators at all. I swap them for other stuff, but not Judy
0: yeah.
2: Wounds.
1: Comet,
3: hundred thousand oh. bajillion. Yeah, ten out of ten.
0: Bad for ninety points, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. The comet. It's crazy. Like, like
3: stupid good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such like, a low cast. Yeah, it's crazy good. Like I loved it. It was great. And then horagast
1: mm, go I, I barely seven. played
3: an army that I could use it against. That's fair. Yeah, So, you know. Yeah, but like... that's just because I had shit
2: matchups. Like. <coughs> in the games where it mastered, it was really good. But that was maybe two games I used it properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the
0: opportunity cost of 40 points. To oh, just... it's amazing. Like, like, I'd have it in 40s, every next... Yeah yeah like why are you not taking it like yeah that's like and and you've seen that right like it's slowly spiked up on the stat center it's just getting more and more popular like it definitely deserves a point hike like i take that thing at 80 points like it's stupid like it's stupid i can't wait to
3: see the better watch video about it
0: (laughs) yeah me too me too all right listen uh it's been lovely uh so kind of final say owen would you do something like this again
1: 100 percent. we are doing it again aren't we 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 are
0: we are We doing are we doing scaven next right?
2: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Maybe. Scheming. Plotting underground.
1: We um we are an open opportunities um conglomerate, aren't we? So if anyone wants to come on board, then we'll put the list out and.
0: Oh my god. Join the gang!
1: Imagine that half the tournament on the same list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might be too much. I've seen a lovely goody idea goody though. I love oh. the idea.
3: Could you imagine just turning up to an event and it being ruined by a one tweet of saying, take this list to the event?
0: Yeah. Uh, and we, the but, whole event is just ruined. We should just like aim for an event next year. We'll just pick an event and we'll be like, it's this event, we're all playing this list next year, see you there, right? If Bobo is on next year.
2: I also kind of enjoyed, though, how clandestinely we put this together, where at the last moment we just all snuck in. I mean, we're in here now. Yeah. And this yeah. is the Reign of Stars event. I'll be
3: honest, I would have absolutely hated this weekend if it wasn't for, like, what we were doing. Because mm. I had not the great games. I didn't enjoy my games that much. I didn't enjoy the event that much. But I enjoyed the list and doing it with other people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it, like, turned it into a good weekend of Warhammer.
2: I enjoyed yeah. my games and the event. And you guys was great. So this was A plus for me. Yeah. Okay.
0: I
1: yeah, and I enjoyed Saturday night at the. We had a meal out on the Saturday night, didn't we? And we all yeah. went in my place. And yeah, just the whole collegiate spirit. Also, I actually really enjoyed the list, and I'm going to take it to America, Rob. I put my list in yesterday.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, of Stars. There's let's on. go, of Stars 2.0. Electric Boogaloo. Let's Electric, go. Oh my God. Yeah, um, I kind of enjoyed the list. Like it was kind of fun. Um, I definitely enjoyed what we were all doing together a lot more. I wasn't particularly well. Um, I gotta say, like, I really, really enjoyed. I played five different armies, um, and I played five real gents. So, like, actually, big takeaway for me. And again, kind of really getting that vibe at the moment. like I said earlier in the stat show, loads of new people, loads of young, like, not young people, but like, you know, lots of like fresh to the community people. Um, and it's really great seeing them. Like, you know, oh, it's my first event. Oh, it's, I've only started playing this year. I've got into it. Like, and that's wicked. So, love that. <clears throat> Alright, okay. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, uh, without anything, uh, any shout-outs? Adam, anyone want to shout-out? Uh,
3: team Lit. My boys. They're all sound.
1: Okay. Uh, Owen?
3: Especially Mathemalo. Uh
1: I'll shout-out Curtis, the super enthusiastic Leeds United fan playing OBR at the LGT. Mm-hmm. Really nice to meet you, Curtis. And I'll shout-out Darren as well for winning the event, even though he took an incarnate. MPE and Marathi Marathi
2: how did he do it
1: <laughs> um, and also yeah um, everybody I played I had a really nice time so thank you Charlie
2: uh, I'll shout out Russ um, for taking up the mantle of LGTTO for the first time and I think he did a good job and there were some challenges and I think he handled it well so shout out to Russ good job man
0: uh i'll shout you three thanks for making a really enjoyable weekend really enjoyed it so uh i, I was feeling atrocious through the week and you bullied me into it and i really uh, enjoyed the fact that i came so thank you very much shut up rob uh okay lovely right thanks chat thanks for listening to the podcast stay hydrated and thanks to everyone on youtube please do subscribe thanks to everyone and see you soon goodbye